This is the Troll Patrol. Why? With Justin. Freaking. Good morning. I'm sorry, it's now afternoon. I woke up, looked at my phone, and went, oh shit, we gotta do this again. Welcome. Welcome. Yeah, Warlord was sending me Trump truths, truths, not tweets. And I was like, oh, he was up at 4 a.m. Tr tr truthing this. Warlord reminded me it was British time. So Trump was actually ranting about Mark Meadows at about 10, 11 last night, Eastern time. I thought he was up in the middle of the night, like Mark Meadows is yeah. He he didn't tell me that the election. Uh, the blah, 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 blah. World War Two gum. I don't know what you're talking about, but I can show you some Krispy Kreme KY jelly. Had to take a quick shower. I have no clue what's going to go on today. And if you're on YouTube, you will notice that the thumbnail has Byron Dan Donalds and Tom Emmer on it. I didn't even get a chance to use that thumbnail that I created the other day for when this shit happened. Did I reset my drops? Yeah, I did. Out. Sky Comet, good morning, good morning. Ju fucking 39-year-old Justin shouldn't be up right now. I was, I, I got up to use the bathroom, was gonna go back to bed and lay with the kitties, but no, no, we've got, we've got the GOP battle for the Speaker of the House. There's going to be a floor vote in moments. House expected to convene. I think. I don't even know the name of the dude. Mike Johnson or some shit? What a generic name. So, thus far I've been able to tell you kind of what was going to go on. I have no clue what's going to happen today. So, strap in, buckle up, enjoy the ride. Here's your meme of the day. KY Jelly Whole Glaze. Krispy Kreme flavored KY Jelly. Glazed donut flavor. Warming personal lubricant. Capitalism redeemed itself with KY Jelly Whole Glaze. Speaking of memes, C-SPAN's taking calls. Go to 748-8922. You can always text us. You can always post on Facebook. And you can also post on X as well if you want to make your thoughts known there. Uh, April in Pennsylvania, Democrats line. Hi, I really hope that there are some Republicans in Congress that have some common sense and actually care about democracy. They let ah. the party be overrun with extremists. Now, I don't understand why some of these Republicans that are even in my state representing me and we voted blue why don't they realize that, hey, we just need about five of us to side with the Democrats. Republicans still have the majority, so then they'll actually be passing laws that they want. 
So it's in the Republicans that actually care about this country in their best interest. Okay, uh, and we'll have to leave it there as the process. Well, if starts, Jeffries, if Jeffries was the House Speaker, he would decide what comes to the floor for a vote. The House will come to order. The prayer will be offered by guest chaplain, Reverend Jeremy Legansky from Immaculate Conception Church, Elmhurst, Illinois. Immaculate Conception Church. Let us pray. Good and gracious God, we praise you, we love you, and we thank you for this day. Speak for yourself, asshole. These members of Congress, remind them of their calling to serve the true common good. Help them to be instruments of unity, peace, and reconciliation in our country and throughout the world. Bless them, guide them, and fill them with an abundance of your grace. May they decide everything for the well-being of all, and may they never turn aside from your will. May all that- No, uh, apparently it's not unconstitutional because they do bring people of other faiths up, though it is predominantly Amen. Christians that they bring up to lead the invocation. The chair has examined Dayton for speaker proceedings and announces the House approval thereof. Bow tie bitch. One, the journal stands approved. The Pledge of Allegiance will be offered uh, today by the gentleman from Washington, Mr. Newhouse. Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in the Pledge of Allegiance. What? The Pledge of Allegiance to the flag of the United States of America. Allow me to give you the real pledge since we since we had to sit through that. Ah, fucking shit! There really is some kind of glitch that doesn't let me copy shit. On here's the real pledge. Mike Johnson can lose and still become speaker on the um, on the Republican side. Now, 
there's not been as much opposition against him. It's the second time I've sided Trevor Moore this week. Nominated Scalise, Jordan, and then Emmer, who was a nominee for four hours. So it is likely that he will become speaker today. Um, but I, I think you have a couple absences. So he might only be able to lose three GOP votes, where usually it would be four. And so there is a tight margin. So it, it's still up. I mean, there's still a possibility he will go to a second. He will have to go to a second ballot. But the opposition really is not there like we've seen on, for the past nominees. Has any opposition emerged since last night? No, actually, the opposite has happened. We've seen multiple people that voted. Oh, are we going to have a speaker? In the room are now planning on voting for him on the floor. That includes Thomas Massey of Kentucky, French Hill of Arkansas, who voted present. And now people they're going to be voting for him on the floor. They're supporting him. And so we're, we're, that really shows that he might very well become speaker on this first ballot because there's not really much well. opposition. I mean, Mike Lawler, a Republican from New York, a moderate Republican, voted for him in, in the room, said he would support Mike Johnson on the floor. And as you, he was one of the moderate members that opposed Jordan on all, all three. I do want to point out that Mike Johnson, not a moderate, here was from the press conference earlier where he was asked about his effort to overturn the election. We're in 2024. Forget about us trying to, to overturn democracy a couple years ago. Jesus Christ, these ghouls. I'm glad they find it funny that they tried to overturn democracy. Government through either January 15th or April 15th, depending on where the conference is at, to give them time to work on those 12 appropriation bills and pass them. And so his plan is to pass a stopgap measure, because if you remember, as you remember, there, the government funding runs out November 17th. So it's oh, we know that we have a government shutdown. We're really coming right up onto the wire there. So he wants to extend that to give us more time to work on appropriation bills to pass these pass these measures to ensure the government stays funded. And so he wants to start working on those individually. We the House has already passed a couple. They need to pass more. The Senate has not passed any. So you're going to have to pass them going to conference. You're going to need time to do that. And that's really something he wants to focus on. He wants, like McCarthy and like all the other speaker nominees and candidates prior to him, they want to, They don't want an omnibus. They don't want a minibus. They want each 12 individual appropriation bills. So that's they don't want to be on the bus. Don't want to be under the bus. Appropriation bills get passed. Uh, Mr. Gorman, there's other reporting uh, this morning uh, from Senator, or this afternoon from Senator Romney, apparently saying about Mike Johnson, apparently experience isn't necessary for the speaker job. We're down to folks who haven't had leadership or chairmanship roles, which means their administration of the House will be a new experience for them. Taking that vein, is there concern about the learning? <laughs> fucking Romney. Should he become House Speaker? I think there's always going to be a learning curve, yes. One thing is he is currently Vice Chair of the House Republican Conference, so he is in leadership. Now, there does not compare to being Speaker whatsoever. I mean, Amber definitely He's apparently never chaired a, conf or a, a committee. That learning curve would have been a lot smaller than what Mike Johnson's is going to be. 
Um, but again, he's going to, I mean, he, McCarthy's still, and I think McCarthy's still being a member of Congress is going to help him out a lot. He can lean on McCarthy for advice. Scalise is also from Louisiana. They they know each other really well. Mike Johnson's called Scalise a really good friend. Scalise can help him out as well. Scalise has called himself uh, David Duke without the baggage. And, and Mike Johnson's a policy guy. He's not a political. He, they, they like to wear hoods down in Louisiana. He's very a social conservative. He cares about funding the government, fiscal conservative. And so I think you're going to see a lot of um, policy stuff come out of here. And he's and he really is smart on policy. But then you're also going to see him have to lean on people like McCarthy. People really like, smart on policy. Emmer um, and Scalise um, for the more political side, kind of learning how to wrangle the conference together. I think that is going to be a learning curve. And it, it's going to be hard, especially in this narrow majority that you see people are OK with blocking whatever comes to the floor, whatever bill ha- comes to the floor that they don't like. Um, and they want everything they want or nothing at all. So I think it is definitely going to be hard to go straight into this position. And- what the fuck, C-SPAN? Speaker, you know, he, he got behind Jim Jordan before Jim Jordan lost to Scalise. The second thing is the context there matters that video. It's like the third live stream C-SPAN has had today. What the fuck? Really is on trial for fraud in a, in a criminal fraud trial. Uh, but he is clearly the leader of the Republican party. He is the front runner and he absolutely had the ability to sink Tom Emmer in the fact that he wasn't outspoken for Kevin McCarthy. He wasn't making calls before the vote on the motion to vacate, I think was ultimately devastating. If, if Trump had tried to save McCarthy, I think he might have been able to. All right, let's go to Mariana Sotomayor. She covers the House of Representatives for the Washington Post and joins We're us We're doing now. the quorum call right now. Mariana, good afternoon. Um, talk to us about how Congressman Johnson got himself into this position. Yeah, you know, it's been a very quick rise for him. Um, He currently serves as the vice chairman of the Republican conference, but he's actually always had bigger ambitions. He has stayed as vice chair, uh, but he actually did want to run for conference chair several years ago when that position opened up, when Republicans uh, noticed. Kevin McCarthy says that Johnson has the votes, has the votes to win. We'll find out. Looks like it will be 217. The entire Democratic caucus is present. We don't know about the Republicans. And Mike Johnson took a step back. He decided not to run for that position because he knew that where his Republican colleagues lied. But, you know, because he's been in leadership, even though it's in a much smaller role, he does have relationships around the conference, across the ideological spectrum of, of thought that exists and as we have seen has become very fractured throughout the year. Um, It'll be interesting to see though how he continues to bring those different groups of thoughts together because he necessarily has not been tested. He has not been in the spotlight in any way that, you know, would, would, even nationally I should say he hasn't even been in the spotlight. So it'll be completely interesting to see this new person, this fresh face that even some senators are remarking, they don't know who it is, how he will lead. I didn't know who he was. Generation of Republican leadership. So Mariana, describe what the atmosphere is like. Just give us a sense of this roller coaster we've been on and how it might feel different today or what's sort of the palpable vibe right now on Capitol Hill? I mean, it feels completely different. For the first time in three weeks, I'm no longer sensing anger. I'm no longer hearing pessimism. 
dejection, rejection, just overall fear of how do we overcome this issue. What I'm hearing from Republicans, uh, including some who have texted this morning who voted against Jordan. Right, so we'll put Washington Post in the background here. Let's go. I went to the C-SPAN site. We've got C-SPAN going. We're in the process of the establishment of a quorum where people will uh, sign in and make sure that they're all where they need to be. And then after that, the process begins. Uh, we'll take your calls as the... That's what we want. 202-748-8921 for Republicans. 202-748-8920 for Democrats. And others, 202-748-8922. Text us at 202-748-8903. Uh, Matt from Rhode Island, Republican line. Thanks for waiting. Go ahead. Rhode Island's not a real state. How's it going? Thank you for having me on. Um, yeah, no, I, I think today is going to be the day where we actually get a speaker um, elected. Uh -huh. Mike Johnson seems to be a good pick, not even just for my Republicans, but mainly more of the more uh, America First magazine. Don't lie. You don't. You didn't know who he was. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene. So I think, honestly, we're not going to have more of a holdup um, in the House. I'd be very surprised if we end up having a holdup um, at all. But... I think, honestly, uh, if I'm being honest, uh, this was probably one of the best decisions that Matt Gaetz has ever made. Um, I agree with him on ousting Kevin McCarthy, mainly because Kevin McCarthy didn't, you know, at all um, do what he promised back in January. So, um, even though, you know, we— Gaff died, Warlord. That's more important. Uh, been fighting in the Republican Party in the House for about, like, two weeks, three weeks— um, at the end of the day, we're probably going to be electing a speaker, and I'm happy to see you um, at the end of the day. Okay. Frank in New Jersey, independent line. How are you doing today? Thank you for taking my call. <clears throat> uh, I'm assumed to be independent. I actually just sent in my change of form yesterday after this debacle, what's going on with the Republican Party. Very, very upsetting. And listening to the news last night on a neighboring station with a very respected reporter who I like a lot, uh, actually stating that without Trump, they're not going to elect a speaker, meaning to me that Trump is controlling this whole thing. And that's very upsetting to me that one person would wield that kind of power. That's a cult, said, motherfucker. I think I like Mike Johnson, fresh blood up on the up on the dais, and I think we might be pretty good with him. But okay. that's not changing my opinion. I'm going to go independent. As soon as they validate my form. Gotcha. And gotcha. Uh, Representative Independents are just idiot-ass Republicans that are embarrassed. They've learned to feel embarrassment. He, uh, you can trust him. And if he can't do something, he'll tell you that. Do you have any concerns about how inexperienced he is as a leader? He hasn't done a lot of fundraising yet. Are there any concerns about that as you guys try to take the majority, keep the majority? No, Melvin, he, uh, you know, being speaker, you have to do a lot of things well uh, at one time. He's good at that. He's been up here. He served one term in the state legislature. And um, he can, he's, he's a magnet for people. You don't. Fair enough, Scott Comet. It's hard to dislike. I think there's a lot of Gen Z watching C-SPAN, though. And you'll see on the floor today, he'll get this on the first ballot. Texas Bureau of Papers, Scott Galbraith. Releasing Again, those interviews taking place outside of Capitol Hill. We'll weave those in during the time together. Let's hear from John in Columbia, Missouri. Hello, Democrats line. John in Columbia, Missouri, Democrats line. Hello. John, don't leave us hanging. Hello. I, I think that this whole speaker debacle is just absolutely insane. 
Um, yeah. Johnson, it's kind of ironic that Republicans are going to vote for him now when they didn't want to vote for Jim Jordan. He's the same person. I mean, he voted <laughs> to decertify the election. He was part of the amicus brief to decertify the election. They're just going with whatever Trump wants, and that's not what they should be doing. Um, I think that that's absolutely insane, and I think that Republicans need to go back and find a better candidate than Mike Johnson. They don't have one. Extremists leading the House of Representatives. Uh, from South Carolina Republican line, we'll hear from Angel. Uh, yes, hi, how are you? Um, my concern is that uh, both the Republicans and uh, Democrats are falling for uh, for uh, for the the um, the problems that we're having in 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 Israel, and uh, basically Iran has been paying off Obama. And, okay, well that uh, doesn't Biden. relate to the House Speaker race. Do you have anything to say about that? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I have all to say about that. I think uh, uh, Trump should become House Speaker. Thank you. Okay. That's <laughs> there in South Carolina. Jake Sherman reporting from Punchbowl News saying that if Mike Johnson, he sent this out on X, by the way, if Mike Johnson wins the speakership, his life will change immediately. He'll have a gigantic police detail and will be charged with hiring a huge staff to manage the House of Representatives and a huge uh, Republican policy agenda. He has to raise millions of dollars also as far as his fundraising duties will uh, will include should he become Speaker of the House after today's vote. Let's go to New Jersey Independent Line. This is Mike. Hello. Hello. Mike in New Jersey Independent Line. Hello. Hello. You're on. Hello. Ahead, this is me. Hello. Mike from New Jersey, you're on the air. Go ahead, please. Yeah, I think uh, the Republicans are chaotic. Um, they need to find a speaker uh, instead of Mike Johnson, uh, like Mitt Romney, who's really conservative. Um, most of the Republicans are all corrupted anyway, and the Democrats. Uh, I'm starting to hate the, the politics of this. Uh, thank you. Uh, the call of the House still has 150 members uh, to go before they can start uh, the actual nominating process. Uh, Brandon. And he, he wasn't and wrong. Jersey, Democrats lying. Hey, so a man who continues to stand in favor of collecting a paycheck while not working will run our government with the intent that people don't deserve social safety nets. He says... How about if a child, this is to a doctor, how about if a child is halfway out of the birth canal? Is an abortion permissible then? The same guy who believes the election was stolen. But hey, what he lacks in character, actual conviction, and experience, he makes up for by being a lapdog to a man with dozens of indictments. This should turn out great. I'm excited for the vote. I'm going to watch it like sports. Okay, that's Brandon in New Jersey. Chad Pergram. That's, that's the most intelligent caller I've ever heard on C-SPAN. Uh, writing a dear colleague letter. Uh, plan to fund the government past November 17th. It would fund the government on an interim basis with a CR, which would expire either on January 15th or April 15th. And that's based on the consensus of a working group. He sent that out on his ex uh, uh, feed if you want to read it there. Uh, Victoria. If a baby's halfway out of the Virginia. birthing canal. Hello, Idiot. How are you today? Fine, thank you. I'm just hoping that, you know, we, we can all agree, Republicans and Democrats, to vote somebody in that's going to work for the people. Hakeem Jeffries? 
And I also just wanted to say, everybody go watch the Shipwreck Show on YouTube. Not yet. In California, Independent Line, Sid, hello. The Shipwreck Show on YouTube. Oh, there. Uh, sorry, I did not know I was online. Um, so, three things. When I called into C-SPAN, they let me promote the Troll Patrol. Who's just fed up with... Um, who's just fed up with the Republican Party at this point. I'll just be voting Democratic down ballot. Wait, are you a Democrat or are you an independent? I'm a Democratic-leaning independent. Um, I'm hoping the speakership will finish up. Um, I think Katie Porter should be president in 2028. And uh, do a lot worse. C-SPAN viewers to subscribe to Let's Talk Elections. Okay, let's talk <laughs> in Kansas City. Guys, guys, they let me promote the Troll Patrol. I didn't try to get it in there. I just said I was a streamer, and they asked me what my show was called. Like someone my stepfather would have voted for. He was a straight-ticket Republican, even though I'm a Democrat mostly. I have split my ticket. In- Let's Talk Elections is a good channel, though. I watch them a lot. And I am just disappointed that they can't come up with somebody who can at least agree that the election was not stolen. You know... My stepfather would refer to them as triple zero for allowing Trump to dictate the terms of who can be Speaker of the House to them. And I'm referring to Tom Emmer. Maybe I should say triple six. It does sound like Sidney Powell. Olivia Beavers, the reporter, says that uh, as of this morning, it was Representative John Beavers. on the cusp of grabbing that Speaker's handle. He flipped three present votes in his favor, and no House Republicans have publicly come forward against him. Uh, nor did any of the House GOP internal meeting yesterday as well. So that's the state of play as we wait for the uh, nomination process to begin with 84 members still to complete this call of the House. Again, after that, uh, nominating speeches. And then after that, uh, then uh, people will cast their votes for the next Speaker of the House. Uh, This is on our Republican line in Michigan. uh, Oscar, hello. Oscar. Hi, it's Asuka, and thank you. Um, We are living in unprecedented times. We are in deep trouble as a country. And for anybody that's pushing back against this not being the normal status quo process, shame on you. I think we need to go through and elect constitutional conservatives for the Republican conference. And I think it is great that the Republicans are challenging each other to find the right person and not just going with the D.C status quo, corrupt, lobby-driven business as usual. And I would challenge everybody to look at it from that way. Thank you. Uh, we'll hear next from Lillian. Lillian in Pennsylvania. Hi there. Uh, Independent Line. Hello. Hi. Hello. Thank you for taking my call. Uh, first-time caller, long-time viewer. Yes, uh, I'm an independent, severe independent, as Romney would say. Uh I am disappointed in the Democrats uh, wasting their votes instead of being the adults in the room. We've known for a while that the Republicans were in in great disarray. Uh, It's not the old Republican Party. It's a uh, Trump Republican Party now. And uh, the Democrats keep voting for the same person, Jeffries, and he's not going to get it. Uh, um, they should have uh, 
they should be doing better than that and really going across the aisle and support. They made offers to Republicans, you dipshit. Uh, I see problems with both sides, and I agree with some of the things that the Republicans espouse and some of the things that the Democrats espouse, but mostly the Democrats in general at this point. So, uh, Democrats, stop wasting your votes and reach across the aisle. They have. Or is VP from the Republicans. You're not going to get a... Uh, an invitation from the Republicans, take it upon yourselves. Think country before you think party. Okay, that's Lully in there in Pennsylvania. Let's take you back in time to... Does she not know how anything works? When a freshman House member, uh, Mike Johnson, did an interview with C-SPAN talking about a variety of topics, including how he viewed... Natacondria! Good morning. Or, um, good afternoon. Representatives. People say, what's the most surprising thing about serving in Congress? And, and, and to be honest, people are surprised to hear this back home when I say it, but it's the, the level of collegiality that you find uh, amongst the colleagues here. And it's not just within the various conferences, but even across the aisle. So in our freshman class, for example, it's been a great experience. There's 55 of us that came in together, and uh, we've all just worked really well together. We've developed some real friendships. and, and um, and there's a common sense of, um, of unity over, over overarching purposes. At our freshman retreat, we all talked about how we wanted to change the tone in Washington and, and, and raise the level of civility. And so I drafted a document called the Commitment to Civility, and 53 out of 55 uh, freshman members signed on to that. We literally made a contract with one another. That civility, we, the dude who tried to overturn the election. And, and treat one another with uh, dignity and respect. And even when we disagree, do it in an agreeable fashion, because I think that sets an important example. Uh, that interview, by the way, the full interview that he did and conducted with us in 2017, available at our website at cspan.org. Uh, let's hear from Michael in San Diego, Democrats Live. Hi. Yes, hello, this is Mike Brogan. I'm, a, I'm hey, Mike. from California, but I'm a landowner in Red River Parish in Louisiana, and my mother went to Northwestern in Natchitoches, so I think that maybe make me a, a constituent of Mike Johnson. I don't believe in any of his values. I don't believe in any of his policies, particularly guns and gun uh, protection, gun violence, protecting people from um, gun violence in this country. I don't believe in his whole uh, policies related to the environment. And I'm certainly very concerned about his statements about his support of our troops in um in uh, the Ukraine, you know, my father was a Marine, my mother was in the Navy in San Diego, and I was raised with a certain amount of values, and Mike Johnson doesn't represent any of those. Okay, that's uh, Michael in San Diego, Olivia Beavers of political reporting uh, from the scene, uh, so to speak, saying that she is now seeing some House Democrats going up and shaking Representative Johnson's hand. Uh, what that means, I don't know, as far as the fa final tally is concerned. Uh, but again, uh, watch as we watch it play out this afternoon in Florida, independent line. Tom is next. Uh, thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just think the last few weeks have been indicative of the overall low um, approval rating for Congress. Having said that, I think there's plenty of blame to go around. That, yes, the Republican side has been chaotic, more so than it needed to be. Um, however, I think there's some representatives looking to make names. Understatement. Very important matter. 
I will say, though, that at least they have the courage to stand up in front of their party, you know, their party leadership uh, in broad view of their constituency, whereas, as opposed to the, the Democratic side, where these representatives tend to pound their fists on, on the uh, Capitol steps. But when you get to the chamber, they look to Akeem and Nancy and become weak Yahoo. at the knees and his vote with leadership. So I don't think anything's going to improve until we see more independent members on the floor. So thank you for your time. And I look forward to the vote this afternoon. Alex in Phoenix, Arizona, Republican line. Yeah, I think uh, Johnson will make a, a great speaker. Uh, I think everyone should look up what subversion is, and Epstein didn't hang himself. Uh, from Todd in Chattanooga, what? Uh, Democrats line. I think this whole process has just shown that the Republican Party is out of step with the majority of all Americans. When they're only concerned about finding somebody that didn't want the election, thought the election was stolen, and they Epstein did not melt steel Hamas. And that's the name of my latest uh, video on YouTube. The majority of Americans, and the whole thing that Trump has to approve who they're going to vote—that's just ridiculous. I mean, he is a criminal. He has got you know indictments against him. He's got charges. Ninety-one. He's already been proven to be a sexual assault for a sexual assault. To me, it's just it's all ridiculous. And it just proves that the Republican Party right, right now is not the old Republican Party. So they kick Liz Cheney out. They prove that they are not the old Republican Party. She was a true conservative. She stood up to them. She was batshit crazy as well. And they ought to be ashamed of the press conference last night when someone asked a question about the election and that denial and Representative Fox from North Carolina told them to shut up. Yep. Okay. Uh, we, we watched that just a few minutes ago. And the app, too. It's uh, the human events. John Gizzi reporting that Representatives Massey, uh, the Republican of Kentucky, Amidal of Nevada, and Hill of Arkansas, there were three who voted present. And the last vote of the conference all said this morning they're going to vote for Mike Johnson for speaker. If that's the case, he's got the magic 217 number and is expected wow. to win the speaker's gavel on the floor today. Apparently we're going to get a speaker right now uh, until the actual votes are cast and everything is done uh, from Arkansas Republican line. This is Jackson. Hello. Hey, how are you doing? You know, I, I'm, I'm pretty good. How are you? A lot it can be said about what this election interference persona that Mike Johnson and a lot of the Republicans in the House have is spoon-fed crap. Uh, I think the American people need to do their own research, create your own opinions, and make your own observations instead of listening to your representatives who have obviously based opinions. You know, these are the same people who believe that Trump indictments are real and, you know, not election interference committed by our president. Idiot. horrific. So what's your own opinion of Representative Johnson? Come on, man! I think he's going to be a great speaker. I think he's... People want to paint him as extreme because of his opinion on the 2020 election, and I think that's false. What's she dancing about? Conservative, but I don't think he's far right. You know, I think... One other thing I want to point out, just while I have the time, I think any Republicans that are leaving the party because of this charade that the Republicans are putting on in the House... I think they don't have conservative values. I think rather they care about throwing a tantrum almost because the government is governing amongst themselves. You know, Jim is next. Huh? Dallas, Texas, independent line. Hi. 
Yes, sir. Thank you. Uh, you've cut people off about not talking about Speaker of the House. I can't believe you let that Tennessee guy go. This The last few weeks, though, have been very challenging, but in my opinion, awesome. The blessing to us is it has given us a chance to see who is and who is not for we the people. Not casting any aspersions because I'm uh, independent. But walking in total lockstep is not uh, we the people. Hopefully soon we will now have a Speaker of the House and we get on with the people's business and not just the individual congressman's business. So what's your assessment of Representative Johnson himself? I think that he's going to be awesome. I think he's going to be awesome and he's going to be fair because of some of the things that people have said just before you took my call. Let's see the evidence. It's not been shown to us. Let's see the 14,000 hours of tape of January. Alexandra. Let's see what really happened. Well, and going back to Representative himself, you said he was going to be awesome. Okay. Specifically, why? Because uh, you you played his tape of 2017, and it wants to have civility in the House, and they signed this deal. I would just and then led a go, challenge uh, to the 2020 election, which resulted in the Capitol being attacked. Maintained his civility, but he maintained his civility. Margaret in California, Democrats line. Hi. Hello, I'm calling about Johnson, and um, he's. An election. I got a Johnson for you. To impeach President Biden, and he wants no money for Ukraine. So you I live in sexual anarchy. The Democrats to help elect him to uh, to be Speaker. I think that's uh, crazy. So <laughs> those are my thoughts. Okay. Thank you. Well, they are thoughts. indeed crazy okay, people. Look at the tally: uh, nine people, uh, four Republicans, five Democrats, yet to. Uh, finish the call of the house, so to speak, uh, as uh, that's the beginning process of the nominating and election of a new house speaker. Again, uh, from the reporting we've seen and uh, people we've talked to this uh, morning and afternoon, it looks like a good path for Representative Mike Johnson, Republican of Louisiana, possibly set to become the next speaker of the house three weeks after uh, the former speaker of the house, Kevin McCarthy, was ousted there's position. still the possibility uh, that we get thrown a curveball. Yeah. Republican line, hi. Hey, how we doing? I'm, uh, I'm good. I was just, I, I, I've been watching this for the last couple of weeks, and uh, it, it's exciting just watching the process. And um, I'm, a, I'm a Republican, living in Huntington, West Virginia, and um, I think it's fantastic what's going on, and I think Mike Johnson is going to be a great candidate. And I hope he gets it through first go. Why do you think he's going to be a great candidate? Well, he's he he he's a attorney, so he knows the law. And uh, we've seen in the past he's worked with other groups and things like that, and I think that's good. Um, he's a conservative, and I like that. I'm I'm a conservative, and um, I just think he'll work great with the people. Okay, that's John there in uh, West Virginia. This is Steve. Even uh, Alabama, independent line. Yes, sir. How are you doing today? Fine, thank you. Go ahead. I just want to chime in a little bit. I love being an independent because then you can really see the circus that's going around some of these MAGA Democrats and MAGA Republicans because you know, our, our mind is not already made up for us on having to vote a specific party. 
But one good thing I heard you chime in on is one good thing about Justin is his age. Okay, at least he's not a 60-, 70-year-old person yet in in the office. But, you know, like the other caller said, look, this isn't yesteryear's Republicans, but the Democrats are by far yesteryear's Democrats. So, therefore, more people do need to become independent and learn how to think and do research for yourself before having uh, any certain political party telling you how to vote. Okay. Huh? Down to six members right now uh, to finish off this uh, call of the House. One lone Republican uh, and five Democrats uh, still waiting uh, before the process can begin. Marianne and we are expecting the Democratic caucus to be entirely present. Um, Hakeem Jeffries says all of them are there. Uh, I do my research, as the last caller alluded to, um, and I just looked at his votes and uh, Johnson. I also want to be case so important that we seem to be missing from this conversation is that he's second in line to become the president. So all of this discussion of his lack of leadership and he's did he get elected uh, become a congressman in 217 2017 2016 he won an election. Uh, he was a freshman in 2017. Yes. Correct. So he has very, very little experience in government, and he's literally two heartbeats away from the president. He's not. The fact that he wasn't a liar doesn't make him a conservative. Um, you know, I voted Republican in the past, uh, obviously ne- never again. And this process is also very bad for our country. We've what been did you, uh, if I may ask, for- what did you learn from looking at his votes? What I learned is that he voted against aid for Ukraine, which will make us less safe. Um, He also voted against, um, you know, declaring the the election valid, uh, which is a problem because I voted for Biden and 81 million of us did. We didn't rally. We didn't wear hats, but we voted. So his record as what they say is a conservative isn't kind of a concern, like a Reagan conservative. Um, you know, he voted. Reagan sucked. Raising the debt, $7 trillion, because of tax cuts for billionaires and corporations. Bad news for you. Reagan raised the debt as well. Yeah, that's Marianne there in uh, North Carolina, the Melanie Zanona of CNN reporting that uh, Mike Johnson, the speaker-designee, will be nominated by the conference chair of the Republicans, Elise Stefanik of New York. That will uh, supposedly take place on the floor, according uh, to sources uh, given to CNN. Uh, Mark is next. Mark in Ohio, Republican. Where else would it take place? Hi. um, I am a conservative, have been one, and I noticed, you know, I think Mike Johnson is going to be a great addition. He wants everyone to act civil. Because I've watched the decline of everything since we had Donald Trump come in office when the media bashed him. And I don't like that there's propaganda. And I think Mike Johnson, he reached across the aisle because he's going to be he's an attorney. Who cares if he's young? He's smart. I think he's going to be great. We have so it's a uniparty now. These Democrats can go on speakers and bash and say, raise fury against uh, justices in the Supreme Court, and they don't get hammered. And these Democrats are radical. They need to be. Well, what gives you evidence that Representative Johnson's going to reach across the aisle? Because he said he wanted calmness and respect amongst the Democrats, and they disrespect 
everybody from justices in the in the Supreme Court and everything. They go, they're so radical. They, you, you had uh, Schumer calling for radicalness on, on a, at, a, at, a, at a speech. Radicalness. Justice in the Supreme Court. Okay, you, okay. Uh, not our topic, but we'll go to Heidi in Massachusetts, independent line. Hi. As more of a centrist-leaning or Democrat-leaning um, centrist, I believe that the Democrats don't really have a chance of winning any of the speaker votes. So I'm a little confused. You don't know how this works? The Democrats in America feel the same way as I do, and I think a lot of the centrists do, too, that there's not really much of a chance for the Democrats to win. So I think there's a lot of people in both the House and in America who don't really have a choice for speaker, and they don't really have a choice for like anybody in the house to win because there just isn't anybody ideal for people who aren't republican because the democrats have no chance well, the republicans have the majority in the house centrists don't want a republican speaker teach civics uh, in schools from ohio marianne hi hi i'm just um interested that these republicans have made a mockery of our government and just as the woman prior to uh, that gentleman, um, this this Jackson fella has denied the um, results, and he also has openly said he will keep the office of the con- of of the of the party closed. So those two votes, when they show him on a map, he was he has no problem in closing and keeping the. Um, the speaker's, you know, job closed, and he is also a denier. And the Republicans, this is all chess for them, and all they're trying to do is bat to the left and bat to the right when the right person is only five um, votes shy, and that is Hakeem. And all I could say is that I wish that people would start thinking of the, pe- the public and America and not party. Why would you expect to Republicans to support the House Minority Leader? Just because there's a handful beyond all of those other crazies, and they're attached, and all the ones that are absolutely attached to the other person that has no play in this, and yet and, and is under indictment. And the bottom line is, is it took you know we're only five votes away, and I know that. In, in their oath of office, when they took it, the day they took it, they are supposed to vote for America, not their party. So if somebody had given a job to a person in their office and they choose to do it the way they want and, and they're not doing anything that the people want for that job, you have to just bump them away until other things get better. But right now, this is a mockery going on, and every single Republican has denied additional help for Ukraine when Ukraine is 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 against our biggest ally and the and in the pocket and the best friend of everybody who went and who's denying that Joe Biden was our president. Okay, uh, let's huh? Steve in Missouri, Republican line. Yes, thank you for taking my call. Um, uh, Regarding Mike, I think he's going to be great. He, he's going to bring back to quorum to discussions. It's okay to be uh, to disagree on things. It's not okay to be disagreeable in, in the process of it. And right now, there's been a lot of that going on. I, the other thing I, I've noticed in a lot of the callers coming in, they, they think that this is a mockery, this process. This is the way the Founding Fathers built this and, and designed it. And you got to remember, 
The average constitution lasts only 17 years across the world. Ours has lasted over 200 years. And that means a lot. That means it's been built correctly. And so this process, you just got to be patient on it. It's going gonna, it's gonna to work out, but it's done that way so that we can get it right. The swamp is so deep right now on both sides of it. He's going to have an uphill battle. He's going to have to deal with a lot of uh, uh, undecorum, uh, uh, you know, people out there working against him. And I think, I think as long as we can keep the decorum going, we can talk through the issues, find solutions. And I don't care which side the solution that helps the people. Wish I had drugs. If it comes from the Democrat side, let's go with it. If it comes from the Republican side, let's go with it. But the problem for so many years is if it comes from the other, other side of the aisle, we fight against it even though it would help the American people. And that's okay. going to stop. Okay, let's go to Michael in Florida, Independent Line. Hello. Um, I think that the problem with the Republicans, especially the far-right Republicans, is that they believe it's their way and their way only. A prerequisite to a prerequisite for living or being in Congress should be you have to believe in elections. That's the very foundation of democracy. So Mike Johnson may be a calmer, gentler Jim Jordan, but the prerequisite to be the Speaker of the House should be you have to believe in the election. Joe Biden won. The end of discussion. And that's my whole problem with the far Come right. On, man. They always say we the people, the people voted us, but they only are a small minority of one section of a House of Congress. Okay, Michael there in Florida, Manu Raju of CNN, uh, reporting on his uh, X feed saying that he asked the Democratic minority leader, Hakeem Jeffries, about Mike Johnson's conservative politics versus Kevin McCarthy's, uh, saying, quote, I don't believe his policies are more conservative than Kevin McCarthy's. There's no daylight between Mike Johnson and Kevin McCarthy on those issues, says he doesn't regret the, the vote to oust McCarthy. Uh, so that's just some of the state of play as we wait for these final four uh, people to uh, uh, finish the call of the house. Uh, Rudy in Texas, Democrat. Rudy, you are next. Good morning. Uh, good afternoon. Good morning. How you doing? You think we're stupid? You think we're yeah, fools? Yeah, I like to know why they're always complaining about Biden being old. I think he's smarter than all these Republicans in there right now. They're picking. That's true, but he is old. Can you hear me? Caller, you're going to have to stop listening to your television and just finish your thought, please. Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I'm just wondering why they keep putting these guys that are deniers and everything, and uh, and they're getting threatened by one man that's being impeached and everything, or being uh, 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 having to go to court for all these crazy things that he's done, and they they're just listening to everything he says I, I just don't understand what what's wrong with these people okay we'll take you uh it looks like the uh, gavel is cut down we'll go back to the house of representatives like whoo we gotta cut him off are all members recorded on this roll call 429 members have recorded their presence. The question now recurs on the election of speaker. The tellers will please come forward to take their seats once again. Yes, sir. 
Here we go. If you're just joining us, it looks like Mike Johnson will be the Speaker of the House for the time this vote is over. If you don't know who Mike Johnson is, you're not alone. None of us knew who he was, but he's batshit crazy. He's an election denier. He apparently believes that Hamas is beheading children uh, as they're halfway out the birth canal. Or he believes that he believes that the Democrats want Hamas to behead children as they're halfway out the birth canal. Which I mean. Speaking of Hamas, my video. Um, of them giving a hostage food and water and the hostage uh, embracing one of the Hamas fighters has been taken down from every Facebook-owned uh, platform. It is not on Facebook, not on Instagram, not on threads. It was removed from TikTok, but has been restored, so I'll give TikTok credit there. The nominations are now in order. The chair now recognizes the gentlewoman from New York. Uh, I think 217 is the number. I think everybody's present. Madam Clerk, colleagues, on behalf of the House Republican Conference, I rise today to nominate the it's gentleman from Indiana, Mike Johnson, as Speaker of the People's House. I didn't think we had anybody missing, which would make it 217. Lee Stefanik nominating Mike Johnson. <laughs> Two sixteen. Two sixteen is the number. Four vote against him. He sunk. A time of great crisis across America, a time of unprecedented challenges in this hallowed chamber, and a time when our most precious ally, Israel's very existence, is under attack from forces of evil. Yesterday, our dear colleague, our former conference chair, our chair of Energy and Commerce, Kathy McMorris Rogers, nominated Mike Johnson in our conference. And she put it best, and I want to quote her today. She said, quote, trust has been broken and we have come to a standstill. How do we restore trust between members, leadership, and ultimately between Congress and we the people? Kathy went on to say, there's a sense that it cannot be business as usual. She went on to note, above the speaker's chair in the House chamber is our nation's motto, in God we trust. Which for those of you who don't, who aren't aware, that is Red Scare propaganda. That became our motto in the 50s. Ms. 1950s. To say, the times in which it's we bullshit. demand boldness, unity, and transformational leadership that begins with trust in God, 
and each other. Trust is when the magic happens. In the story of King David, we are reminded that man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart." End quote. Today is the day that House Republicans will humbly look in our hearts and elect Mike Johnson as Speaker of the People's House. 1953. It is Red Scare propaganda. We were fighting the godless commies. epitomizes what it means to be a servant leader. A deeply respected constitutional lawyer, Mike has dedicated his life to preserving America's great principles of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Mike is a titan on the Judiciary Committee and a dedicated member of the House Armed Services Committee. And as vice chair of our conference, he has united all of our members to speak clearly and boldly on behalf of the American people. A friend to all and an enemy to none, Mike is strong, tough, and fair. And above all, Mike is kind. And at this very moment, this Republican conference knows that we live in perilous times and the American people are hurting. Families are struggling under the pain of inflation caused by reckless far-left spending, unable to afford groceries, heat, or gas. We have an inhumane open border with millions illegally smuggled and trafficked and tens of thousands of children lost in the chasm of the incompetence and negligence of the Biden administration. Israel is under attack by Iranian-backed Hamas terrorists committing atrocities with Israelis suffering the bloodiest days in modern memory. Crime is Israelis while there are vicious calls from the left. Over 2,300 children have been murdered by the government of Israel. And our tax dollars has went to fund it. American energy production has been crushed by Joe Biden's radical failed far-left Democrat policies, causing seniors, farmers, and families to pay more at the pump. Come on, man. And Americans fundamentally understand that the federal government has been illegally weaponized against we the people. Fuck off. The Constitution, targeting conservatives. Fuck off. Why do you think we're getting so many guilty pleas? Because they're fucking guilty. Yes, I'll say it again. The federal government has been illegally weaponized against... Fuck you. ...the Constitution, targeting conservatives, parents, and even Joe Biden's top political opponent. The people are looking to this great chamber to save America. Fuck you. Save America, we will. And let us not grow weary of doing good, for in due season, if we do not give up, House Republicans and Speaker... She fucking glitched C-SPAN. ...will never give up. Today is the day we get this done. May God bless our next Speaker, Mike Johnson. May God bless the United States of America. Flash, good afternoon. Delusional. Her speech was so goddamn stupid it glitched out C-SPAN.
The chair recognizes the gentleman from California, Mr. Aguilar. Thank you, Mr. Speaker Pro Tempore. I notice a little bit more of a smile on your face today than we have in the past. Why are we applauding this? Oh, fuck off, bow tie, bitch. Mr. Speaker, I rise today at the, dem at the direction of the Democratic Caucus to place into nomination for the position of Speaker of the House of Representatives, the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries yeah. from New York. Lost the quality of C-SPAN. I can't turn it up. Mr. Speaker. Mr. Speaker, you may agree with this, but we are back here 22 days into this Republican manufactured chaos, and House Republicans have brought us to the exact same position that we were back then. All of the infighting. They can't feel embarrassment just to end up where we were three weeks ago. These past few weeks, we have been left wondering if Republicans were truly intent on solving our issues, reopening the House of Representatives, and rallying around someone to lead this chamber. Or has this been about something else? Has this been about a focus of House Republicans to find the person who can pass their extreme litmus test to oppose marriage equality, I, the, the Freedom Cock is all for him because he's a batshit crazy gut social security election and denier and support overturning a free and fair election. It's a fair question. It's a fair question. No hey, go ahead and boo. We've seen what makes you cheer. Nowhere, nowhere in that candidate questionnaire is it about growing the middle class, helping our communities, keeping the cost of health care lower, and making life for everyday Americans better. The gentlewoman from New York said it right. This has been about one thing. This has been about who can appease Donald Trump. House Republicans have put their names behind someone who has been called the most important architect of the Electoral College objections. He's spearheaded. That's fair. That's fair. We know how you feel. Yeah, you've made that clear. He's spearheaded the legal effort joined by more than 100 of our colleagues on the other side of the aisle in support of a dangerous and baseless lawsuit to overturn the results of the 2020 election. On the eve of January 6th, some of my Republican colleagues even called this a failed strategy. Yet those same individuals stand, plan to stand right next to him today. Mr. Speaker Pro Tem, House Democrats believe that when members of this body voted 
to reject the results of the 2020 election, they forfeited their ability to lead this chamber. Not sure I, don't, I didn't uh, catch who was screaming in the background. They tried to steal the election. On this side of the aisle, we know what leadership looks like. Hakeem Jeffries has never turned his back. And then, and then are playing victim. The son of two social workers, he's always stood by the side of working families. The most pressing needs of everyday Americans are his North Star. He believes that everyone in America should have the opportunity to get ahead and achieve their version of the American dream. I believe too that everyone in America needs the opportunity to get some head. He believes that you reproductive freedom anarchy. must be guaranteed, not stripped away. He believes that working families, not the wealthy and the well-connected, should be rewarded. He believes in growing the middle class so that everyone can succeed. He believes that our schools and our communities should be safe and free from gun violence. He believes that investing in public schools, not depriving students of fact-based education by banning books. John, it looks like it. It looks like Republicans have decided on this Mike Johnson feller. He believes that investing in public schools not depriving students of fact-based education by banning books. We see if C-SPAN is back on YouTube. Because the website is glitching out. He believes, he believes in taking care of our seniors and our veterans, not slashing their benefits. He believes in living up to the promise that America is a beacon of hope and a land of opportunity. He believes in defending democracy against all enemies and adversaries foreign and domestic. I'm going to switch from the C-SPAN website back to YouTube. Because the website has been glitching out really bad. He believes in living up to the promise that America is a beacon of hope and a land of opportunity. Much better quality. He believes in defending democracy against all enemies and adversaries, foreign and domestic. Ma'am, make me blush on stream. He believes in standing by our allies, Israel and Ukraine. And he uh, he believes in keeping our government. Uh, probably pretty racist. He's from uh, Louisiana. Let me be clear. Let me be clear, this is not just a belief system. Leader Jeffries has- Oh, not you, Scott Comet, not you. He is certainly a far contrast from who Republicans have nominated, with or without their votes, to nominate today. But if House Republicans choose, they can still join us on a bipartisan path forward. Let's come together to fund our government, support our allies abroad, and deliver for working families. End the chaos, end the dysfunction, end the extremism, Let's open up the people's house. I yield back, Mr. Speaker. I mean, if you want to end the dysfunction and the chaos, you got a clean house on the Republican side. Because they are all batshit.
The reading clerk will now call the roll. Adams. Jeffries. Adderholt. Johnson. Aguilar. I was pretty sure you weren't uh, trying to seduce me by talking about how you don't like dick or vagina or girl dick or mangina. Allen. Johnson. No bonus hole or extra pole for Sky Comet. Jeffries. Amaday. We love our ace uh, buddies. Johnson. Armstrong. Magic number is 216. Arrington. Johnson needs 216 to win. Johnson. He can only afford four votes on the Republican side. Jeffries. Babin. But from the reporting we've seen, Johnson. it looks like Johnson does have the Bacon. votes. Johnson. Baird. Johnson. Need to refill, uh, refill my coffee real fast. Johnson. Ballant. Jeffries. Banks. Johnson. Barr. Johnson. Berrigan. Jeffries. Bean of Florida. Johnson. Beatty. Jeffries. Bentz. Johnson. Barra. Jeffries. Bergman. Johnson. Byer. Byer. Not caffeinated enough for this bullshit. Johnson. Biggs. Johnson. Bilarakis. Johnson. Ah, oh, shut the fuck up. Bishop of Georgia. Jeffries. Bishop of North Carolina. Johnson. Blumenauer. Jeffries. Blunt Rochester. Jeffries. Bobert. Johnson. Bonamici. Jeffries. Bost. Johnson. Bowman. Jeffries. Boyle of Pennsylvania. Boyle of Pennsylvania. Brookeen. Johnson. Brown. Jeffries. Brownlee. Jeffries. Buchanan. Johnson. Buck. Johnson. His name's Ken Buck, and he likes to fuck. Johnson. Wiggle your big toe. Jeffries. Burchett. Johnson. Burgess. 
Johnson. Ken Buck is a piece of shit. I wish we could do a Uma Thurman on him. Johnson. Bush. Jeffries. Cal That's what I've thought all morning. Johnson. When I was in the shower, I was like, what was the dude's name? I know it's Johnson. Is it Mike Johnson? No, that's the dude from PW Insider. Carabao. Jeffries. No, it is indeed Mike Johnson, the most generic name. Jeffries. Cardenas. Jeffries. It appears he has the votes. At this point in time, we'd already had like two or three votes against every other nominee. Carl. Johnson. White boy Carl over in here. Jeff. Mike Johnson. Carter of Georgia. Mike Johnson. Johnson. Carter of Louisiana. Thompson. Jeffries. YouTube hates me. YouTube Carter hates me. Texas. Johnson. Cartwright. Why do I call you Thompson instead of Flash? I don't know. It's too early in the morning for me. Jeffries. Too early in the morning here on this afternoon. Case. Jeffries. Caston. Jeffries. Castor of Florida. Jeffries. Castro of Texas. Jeffries. You two also taking down one of my videos about Hamas. Johnson. Sherfalis McCormick. Jeffries. Chu. Jeffries. Siskomani. Johnson. Clark of Massachusetts. How does this make Kevin McCarthy feel? Jeffries. This dude's gonna win it on the first ballot. Jeffries. With a unified Republican caucus? What? Jeffries. Klein. Johnson. Cloud. Johnson. Clyburn. Jeffries. Clyde. Johnson. Cohen. Jeffries. That is correct, Venus, and it is it is impossible for somebody like me who doesn't want to play the game to break through. Johnson. Comer. Johnson. You can see Dan Crenshaw there in the background. Jeffries. As some of you might be aware, I would give anything in the world to piss in Dan Crenshaw's open eye hole. Correa. Give me that eye pussy. Costa. Jeffries. Courtney. Jeffries. Craig. Well, happy anniversary to you and your wife, ma'am. We didn't need to know that. But okay. Jeffries. <laughs> no, I think she voted for her wife. Johnson. Crawford. Johnson. 
Crenshaw. Johnson. Crenshaw. Crockett. The nice eye pussy you got there, sir. Be a shame if someone pissed in it. Crow. Jeffries. Quayar. Jeffries. Curtis. Johnson. Davis of Kansas. Jeffries. Davidson. Johnson. Some people may not be aware of what my beef with Dan Crenshaw is, other than the fact that he's just a shit-ass Republican. Davis of North Carolina. He's really against Jeffries. cancel culture and uh, fighting the snowflakes and the wokards. Jeffries. However, he couldn't take a fucking joke from Pete Jeffries. Davidson on Saturday Night Live. Johnson. Pete Davidson had to go on national TV and apologize for making a joke about Dan Crenshaw. Del Bene. Jeffries. Deluzio. Jeffries. Jeffries. I can't even remember what, like, it was, like, called him a pirate or a video game villain. It was so mundane. And Crenshaw was like, oh, you're, you're insulting a veteran. Johnson. Diaz Ballard. Johnson. So he is indeed the snowflake. Yes, that is my beef Jeffries. with Dan Crenshaw. Doggett. Jeffries. Donalds. Let's not forget the time that he yelled at a kid. It was like a 10, 11 year old. Johnson. Duncan. Johnson. Dunn of Florida. Johnson. Never Johnson. been a reputable person come out of Louisiana. I'm sorry. Johnson. Elsie. Even, even people I like from Johnson. Louisiana. I don't think they would consider Denver. themselves reputable. Tom Emmer. Didn't even get to a house vote yesterday. Johnson. Nominated by the conference. Escobar. Dropped out within hours. Jeffries. Eshoo. Jeffries. Espayat. Jeffries. If you're watching on YouTube, you may notice that Byron Donalds and Tom Emmer are the ones that are on the thumbnail. Jeffries. I didn't even get a chance to use that thumbnail. Izell. Johnson. Big Mike Johnson. Fallon. Johnson. Finstra. Johnson. Ferguson. Johnson. If you look up the Pete Davidson thing, look up, he has a stand-up comedy bit where he talks about Saturday Night Live forcing him to apologize. Forcing him. Johnson. Fitzgerald. Johnson. Fitzpatrick. Johnson. Fleischman. Also look up the Pete Davidson stand-up uh, routine where he's talking about how Louis, Louis C.K. narked on him for being high. Flood. It is hilarious. And also Johnson. fuck Louis C.K. 
Foster. Jeffries. Tiny Mike Johnson. Jeffries. Fox. E.K. Lewis, the comedian. Lois Frankel. Jeffries. Scott Franklin. Johnson. Frost. Jeffries. Fry. I'm conflicted. I, I don't want to use Johnson. tiny dick as an insult. Fulcher. Johnson. Because we shouldn't make fun of people Gates. for things that they can't help. However, Johnson. tiny dick energy is Johnson. a thing. Johnson. There are many men who overcompensate with their big trucks and their big guns. Gallego. It is a legitimate phenomenon. Garamendi. DJW is one of my favorite comedians. I, I saw him live. Garbarino. Johnson. I've said he gets to come back because what he Garcia. he was accused of masturbating Johnson. in front of people, which is so like Robert Garcia. he masturbated in front of uh, like Garcia. Sarah Silverman, and like she would make fun of his dick and shit, and he got off on it. Okay, that's totally cool. What was not cool was him inviting Jeffries comedians who were trying to break through to his hotel room and they thought they were going up to you know talk business with Louis CK maybe he'll give them some guidance and then he puts them on the spot like hey can I whip my dick out in front of you of New York and he has power over those women that is that is the violation Jeffries yes that makes him a creep he technically had consent but there's a power dynamic there they didn't want to say no because he he really had sway over their careers and then his manager harassed them to make sure that they didn't say anything johnson so that's that's the violation of texas johnson now i've i've said that louis gets to come back because it's not that bad he gets to take his punishment and then he can do what he wants to but since he's come back i just haven't found him that funny granger I, I thought his first Johnson. I thought his first special back was just Graves lackluster. Louisiana. Johnson. Graves of Missouri. Johnson. But he won a Grammy for it, so I don't know. Tennessee. Johnson. Green of Texas. Jeffrey. Uh, Louie was one of my favorite TV shows. Lucky Louie was fantastic. Johnson. Griffith. Johnson. Grijalva. Jeffries. Power and balance and then... Clinton threw her under the bus. Guest. Johnson. Guthrie. Johnson. Hageman. Johnson. Harder of California. Jeff. You know, I might respect Bill Clinton a lot more had he, you know, owned it. Johnson. Tried to take the heat off of Monica. Monica is a badass. Hayes. Jeffries. But I mean, we found out that Clinton is a is a real fucking creep since. 
Higgins of Louisiana. You don't believe me? Look up the picture that Jeffrey Epstein of New York. had in his apartment. Jeffries. The painting. Hill. Johnson. You could have asked him to repeat it. Jeffries. Henson. It does look like we are going to get a Speaker of the House. Horsford. Horsford. Jeffries. Halchin. Well, we don't know what the dynamic was with Hillary and him. They might have had some kind of open relationship or Jeffries. something. We we don't know. Jeffries. Hoyle of Oregon. Jeffries. Hudson. Johnson. Huffman. Jeffries. Hyzinga. Bazinga. I'm going to make that joke every time. Johnson. Isa. Johnson. Ivy. Jeffries. Jackson of Illinois. I'm very much a, I don't care if you fuck other people, but like, we should do it together. It should be a should be a couple's experience. Jackson of North Carolina. Jeffries. Jackson of Texas. Johnson. Jackson Lee. Honesty, honesty, openness, best policy. Jeffries. Jacobs. Jeffries. But also, don't get your relationship advice from me. I'm not the person to take it from. Jayapal. Jeffries. 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 Oh, fuck off. I agree, Scott Comet. If he did cheat, he is trash. I mean, he's trash for many other reasons. Johnson of Georgia. Jeffries. Johnson of Louisiana. Also, don't even get me started about his deregulation of the banks. Fuck off. Fuck off. It is not, it is not anything special when they vote for themselves. Performative pablum. Johnson of Ohio. Johnson. Johnson. But something that really affects me that Clinton did was the Johnson. 1996 Communications Act. Jordan. That is the reason Johnson. why, like, I can't go out here and just find a TV station to work at because they're all owned by three companies now. That's why your local news has suffered. That's why every fucking radio station across the country plays the same playlist. So blame Bill Clinton for that shit. Johnson. Joyce of Pennsylvania. Johnson. Camlogger Dove. Jeffries. Captor. Jeffries. Kane of New Jersey. Johnson. 
competing. They're all the least offensive. Because what radio station, like, they want you to be able to play the radio station inside a doctor's office or a dentist's office and shit. So they have to be as non-offensive, milk toast as possible. And radio isn't fun anymore. Johnson. All the playlists are being done by some fucking suit in L.A. It fucking sucks. Kiggins of Virginia. Johnson. Didn't used to be that way 30 years ago, though. Jeffries. Kylie. Johnson. Kilmer. Jeffries. My radio show in college was called the Friday Night Freak Show. Johnson. And it got me fired from my volunteer position as their station manager. (laughs) Krishna Morthy. Jeffries. Custer. Jeffries. Custoff. Johnson. We were we were internet only, so I got to cuss a lot. Uh, they just didn't want me saying fuck, and I believe goddamn they had they had a list of approved and unapproved words for me. Lamalfa. Johnson. I mean, I came from real radio. I mean, terrestrial radio, real radio. Came from terrestrial radio, so it's not like I can't turn it. I now I would be worried. Okay, if I got a if I got a job at a TV station or radio station. Jeffries. I've, I've been unfiltered for so long, I don't know that I would be able to Johnson. stop myself. Larson of Washington. Jeffries. Larson of Connecticut. How long? I get a job on a radio station. How long before I say, I'm not high enough for this shit? Johnson. I want to piss in somebody's eye, pussy. The Turner. Johnson. Lawler. Johnson. Lee of California. Jeffries. Yeah, I had a friend ask me how they could break into radio. I was like, you don't. Johnson. The people that have jobs in radio right now are going to die in those jobs, and then they will be replaced by computers. Lee of Pennsylvania. There's only like one or two people on air staff working at any fucking radio station. They might have they might have a staff of like ten fucking salespeople. But they only like one on air person working. Johnson. Who E T radio? Johnson. I said terrestrial radio, not extraterrestrial. But I guess terrestrial radio would imply that there is the existence of extraterrestrial radio. Lofgren. Jeff- we've been shooting we've been shooting radio signals into fucking space for a long time Johnson. now. Lucas. Johnson. Luke Kamayer. Johnson. Luna. There's a whole there's a whole decency thing about using the public airwaves because you got to protect the children. Jeffries. Does look like it's going to be unanimous from the Republicans. Johnson. Magaziner. Jeffries. And all I could think of was shit, piss, cunt, fuck, motherfucker, cocksucker, and titties. Johnson. Man. Johnson. Manning. 
But then he thought about it in his next comedy bit. He's like, oh, I came up with a whole bunch more words. Johnson. Mast. Johnson. Matsui. Jeffries. Macbeth. Fuck them kids. Jeffries. McCarthy. Johnson. Oh, sit the fuck down. McCarthy, McCarthy looks disappointed because I think he thought he was going to be back in the position of Speaker of the House. He even floated the idea of him and Jim Jordan doing some kind of joint speaker shit. Johnson. McClellan. Jeffries. McClintock. Johnson. McCullough. Basically, that's what Mike Johnson is. Jeffries. The congeniality of Kevin McCarthy McCullough. and the batshit crazy policies of Jim Jordan. Johnson. He's like a Jerricky. If you watch this this Jeffries. last uh, episode of McGovern. Rick and Morty, he's Jerricky. McHenry. Johnson. Oh, shut up, bowtie bitch. Bowtie Bitch was the youngest member of Congress when he was elected. Me. He is proposing to keep the government open until April 15th. Jeffries. That's what we know of right now. He is for cutting Social Jeffries. Security and Medicaid. Maine. Jeffries. He's for a nationwide abortion ban. He's an election denialist. And Fume. Jeffries. Miller of Illinois. Johnson. Miller of Ohio. He apparently thinks that the Democrats are for Hamas beheading babies as they're halfway through the birth canal. Johnson. Miller Meeks. Johnson. The Miller Meeks will not inherit the earth. Johnson. Uh, the first episode of Rick and Morty this season sucked ass. Like, I was like, holy shit, this show sucks now. Johnson. But the first two minutes of this past weekend's episode, I had to pause from laughing so hard. Moore of Alabama. Barry Moore is a piece of shit from Alabama. Moore of Utah. Johnson. Moore of... Hey, Jaden, if you're watching, Barry Moore used to be my congressman. Jeffries. Let me, let me give you a little uh, insight that might help you with your attempt to dox me. Jeffries. Moskowitz. Jeffries. Moulton. Jeffries. Mervan. Jeffries. Mullen. Jeffries. Murphy. Johnson. Did you say Mike Jones? Nadler. Jeffries. Napolitano. Jeffries. Neil. Jeffries. Nagoose. Jeffries. Nels. We don't know if he did or not. I'm leaning towards he did. Johnson. Nickel. 
Jeffries. I would not put it past him. Norcross. Jeffries. Norman. He's like, did you really believe I drove all the way down there? Yes, I believe you're that fucking dumb. Miracle Mike. I guess that, I guess it's better than calling him Magic Mike because that has a whole other meaning. Johnson. Ocasio Cortez. Jeffries. Ogles. Johnson. All right, guys, I've drank too much coffee. I'll be right back. Jeffries. Owens. And I'm going to get more coffee. Pallone. Jeffries. Palmer. Johnson. Panetta. Jeffries. Pappas. Jeffries. Pasquel. Jeffries. Payne. Jeffries. Pelosi. <laughs> Jeffries. Peltola. Jeffries. Pence. Johnson, Perez, <coughs> Jeffries, Perry, Johnson, Peters, Jeffries, Pedersen, Jeffries, Pfluger, Johnson, Phillips, Jeffries, Pingree, Jeffries, Pocan, Jeffries, Porter, Jeffries, Posey, Johnson. Johnson has 169. Presley. Nice. Jeffries, Quigley, Jeffries, Ramirez. <laughs> Wasserman saying... Jeffries. Johnson has been elected. Raskin. Well, I mean, I was making that call when we were in Washington. the B's and we didn't have any anybody vote against Johnson. him yet. Rogers of Washington. Johnson. Rogers of Alabama. Johnson. Rogers, Rogers of, of Kentucky. Kentucky. Johnson. That old bitch. Rose. Johnson. Rosendale. Hey, Jaden, uh, Rogers of Kentucky has also been my congressman. Ross. Do with that information what you will. Jeffries. Rouser. Johnson. Roy. Johnson. Ruiz. Jeffries. Ruppersberger. Jeffries. Rutherford. Mariano, Mike 
It's a pretty enthusiastic vote for Hakeem Jeffries for somebody with hoop and cough. Jeffries. Salazar. Whooping cough, isn't it? Not hooping cough. Selena. I'll see myself out. That was a, that was a stupid joke. Jeffries. Sanchez. Jeffries. Santos. Wigley's? Johnson. Sarbanes. Jeffries. Scalise. Johnson. Johnson. Fuck Steve Scalise. Fuck the entire Republican caucus. Was he down under? Jeffries. Schakowsky. Jeffries. Schiff, Jeffries, Snyder, Jeffries, Skolton, Jeffries, Schreier, Jeffries, Swikert, Johnson, Austin Scott, Johnson, David Scott, Jeffries. Scott. Hakeem Jeffries approaching the magic number. Jeffries. Self. Johnson. Sessions. 169. Noise. Johnson. Sewell. Jeffries. Sherman. Jeffries. Flash, that, that doesn't surprise me at all. We've had a lot of insurrectionists. Jeffries. Simpson. Run, especially on the local level, in, on the county government, in the school board level. Martin. Jeffries. Smith of Missouri. Now, technically, technically, Johnson. my family is from West Virginia. Smith of Nebraska. Johnson. Smith of New as Jersey. I, as I said. Johnson. What, Flash, Flash? Smith of Washington. The, the movie Mate One is Jeff about my fucking family. Smucker. Johnson. The last name is Mullins. Jeffrey. They permeate Virginia, West Virginia. And Jeffrey. a few of us uh, Spamberg. fled into Kentucky. Jeffries. Mate One. Mate One, West Virginia. Mate One is a fantastic movie. It's like 1986, 87. It's about the fight to bring the unions to the coal mines of West Virginia. Stanton. It is an amazing movie. Stauber. Uh, it has James Earl Jones in Johnson. it. Steele. Johnson. Stefanik. They bring they bring in uh, black people. Style. Try to force them to work in the mines as scabs. Stuby. James Earl Jones character eventually, you know, I ain't no fucking damn scab. Jeffries. He did not say that. Strickland. Pretty sure there is no profanity in the movie. Jeffries. 
Strong. Johnson. I'm Walmart. just saying, where I was born, Jeffries. may have been Kentucky, but I could piss in either direction and piss in West Virginia on one side and piss in Virginia on the other. Jeffries. Tenney. I say I'm from Eastern Kentucky. It's like as far fucking Eastern Kentucky as you can get. Jeffries. Thompson of California. Thompson of West Virginia. What's your vote? Thompson of Mississippi. Jeffries. Thompson of Pennsylvania. Johnson. Tiffany. Johnson. Tiffany? I think we're alone now. Timmons. Johnson. Titus. Jeffries. Tlaib. The Hatfield McQuarrie Trails, uh, like world famous. Takuda. Jeffries. Tonko. Jeffries. Torres of California. Jeffries. Torres of New York. Jeffries. Jeffries. Like there's so much in the Appalachian region that you could focus on with tourism, Trahan. the Brakes Interstate National Park, Jeffries. world Trahan. famous um, rapids you can you can uh, raft on. Johnson, Underwood, Jeffries. But the area is not very hospitable. Johnson, Van Drew, Johnson. Van Dyne, Johnson, Van Orden, Van Orden. Remember the number is 216. Marcus. We are approaching it. Jeffries, Vasquez, Jeffries, VC, Jeffries, Velasquez. I have mixed Jeffries. feelings about that flood wall because it's Black. goddamn her. It's Johnson. an eyesore. However, Wahlberg. the, the floods that used to hit the region were deadly. Waltz. Johnson. Wasserman Schultz. Jeffries. Waters. Jeffries. Watson Coleman. Maxine Waters gets to stand up and grandstand because she's like usually on the right side of history. Watson Coleman. Explain what? I'm not exactly sure. Jeffries. Now to come to order. The clerk, the staff, and the tellers deserve to have the attention of the house. The clerk will continue. Weber of Texas. 
They said something about preserving the integrity of the house, so they voted for Hakeem Jeffries. Johnson. Webster of Florida. Johnson. Winstrup. The 216, Johnson. the magic number. Westerman. Almost there. Johnson. Wexton. I don't believe so, Venus. That came from the Democratic side. Jeffries. Wild. Jeff Freedom. Good afternoon. Williams of Georgia. I have been more productive than the House. Williams of New York. Johnson. Williams of Texas. Johnson. There's 216. We have a new speaker elect. Wilson of Florida. Jeffries. Wilson of South Carolina. Johnson. Whitman. Johnson. Womack. Shut up! It's over already! Johnson, Yakum, Johnson, Zinke. Hopefully they don't get to do it again. They're, get, they're gonna lose the house about a year from now. Johnson. So hopefully the next time I am streaming a vote for the Speaker of the House, we, we, we will be electing Hakeem Jeffries. The clerk will now call the names of the members who did not answer the first No, it's almost certain they're going to lose the House. The problem is they might pick up the Senate. It's a very good possibility. Jeffries. If the Republicans take the Senate. Boyle of Pennsylvania. I'm, and it might be like a 20, 20 seat string, a, a swing. I'm sure everybody this morning was Googling Boyle. who is Mike Johnson. I didn't fucking know who he was. Gallego. Guy comment, especially like I, I, uh, your efforts in your state are valiant. Vicente Gonzalez. Your state is going to be crucial in the race for the Senate. Vicente Gonzalez. We need to make sure that Sherrod Brown is once again a senator from Ohio. 
Van Orden. Van Orden. <clears throat> If there are many, any members who did not answer the call of the roll, they may come to the well and vote at this time. Brown started taking some awfully conservative positions here lately, but he's up for he's up for re-election in a ruby red state. He's nuts. Needs a cigarette after this. I feel like I feel like Brown is a really good man. And referring to Sherrod Brown of Ohio. Ohio was a street a swing state when Brown got elected. It has swung like 16 to 20 points in favor of Republicans since he got elected. good freedom Ohio used to be well I mean it still is Kings Island I guess it's the Six Flags now um, you got the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame you got the Kosai Museum a lot of cool shit in Ohio for it to be such a really shitty state <laughs> Once again, Sky Comet, I mean, I know it's I know it's incredibly gerrymandered, but when I say 16 to 20 points, I'm talking in the presidential race. 429, of which the Honorable Mike Johnson of the state of Louisiana has re received 220 votes. And the Honorable Hakeem Jeffries. Of Joe Manchin is almost certainly going to lose. Therefore, the Honorable Mike Johnson of the state of Louisiana, having received a majority of the votes cast, is duly elected Speaker of the House of Representatives you have it. for the 118th Congress. Speaker elect Mike Johnson. <clears throat> I said I didn't know what to expect uh, with the show today. Kinda wasn't expecting them to elect the speaker. The following committee to escort the speaker elect to the chair. 
The gentleman from Louisiana, Mr. Scalise. The gentleman from Minnesota, Mr. Emmer. The gentlewoman from New York, Ms. Stefanik. The gentleman from North Carolina, Mr. Hudson. The gentleman from Alabama, Mr. Palmer. The gentlewoman from Michigan, Mrs. McLean. The gentleman from uh, California. They will probably gavel in tomorrow morning. The gentleman from Florida, Mr. Donalds. The gentleman from Oklahoma, Mr. Hearn. The gentleman from there, There's actually a lot of work that Johnson has to do, uh, hiring Mr. more staff. The gentleman from Texas, Mr. Arrington. The gentleman from Texas, Mr. Fallon. The gentleman from New York, Mr. Molinaro. The gentleman, uh, the gentlewoman from Florida, Mrs. Comack. Uh, the gentleman from New York, Mr. Jeffries. Uh, the gentlewoman from Massachusetts, Ms. Clark. The gentleman from California, Mr. Aguilar. The gentleman from California, Mr. Liu. The gentlewoman from Washington, Ms. Delbene. The gentleman from South Carolina, Mr. Clyburn. The gentleman from Colorado, Mr. Negus. The gentlewoman from Texas, uh, Ms. Escobar. The gentlewoman from Illinois, Ms. Underwood. The gentlewoman from Florida, Mrs. Wa Ms. Wasserman Schultz. The gentleman from Michigan, Mr. Kildee. The gentlewoman from California, Ms. Jacobs. The gentlewoman from Texas, Ms. Crockett. And the members of the Louisiana delegation, Mr. Graves, Mr. Higgins. Ms. Letlow, Mr. Carter. The committee will retire from the chamber to escort the speaker-elect to the chair. So yeah, I would say they have some clerical work to do for the rest of the day. Okay, so I'm conflicted about the whole Joe Manchin thing. He is almost certainly going to lose. However, Jim John Jim Jim Johnson. Jim Justice. Jim Justice, the current governor of West Virginia who is running for Senate. He's gonna be infinitely more fun to have in the Senate. He's the guy that told Bette Midler to kiss his dog's ass. So he'll be a lot more entertaining than Joe Manchin. However, he's a really shitty Republican. But also used to be a Democrat that switched to Republican. So I... Manchin is a Democrat who probably should be a Republican. Warlord wants to go to the Biden speech, which like very few people are fucking carrying. Everybody pretty much here on the house. Even even the stream I had up to do the, the Biden speech, they're talking about the house. We'll keep this up because we might come back to C-SPAN calls here in a second. So Biden holding a press conference currently with the Australian PM, Anthony Albanese. Peace and prosperity in the Indo-Pacific and quite frankly, around the world. We see this through our work of the Quad Partners, India and Japan, to ensure the Indo-Pacific remains free, you come for the freaks. open, prosperous, and secure. You're gonna love Jim Justice. Through AUKUS, where together with the United Kingdom, we're making generational investments in our shared security. Last week, I sent Congress a budget request 
with commitments to boost our, sub our, our submarine production and maintenance capacity here in the United States. And I want to thank you, Mr. Prime Minister, for the historic investments Australia has made to strengthen the submarine industry uh, base as well. Democrats and Republicans alike understand this. I don't hate everything. I like I. To our nation. I like life. I urge Congress. It's a lot of fun. To pass our August legislation this year. We also see the strength of our alliance and our unwavering support for Ukraine, both countries, as it defends its sovereignty against Putin's brutality and aggression. Australia is a critical partner, together with the United States and 50 other nations, 50 other nations we've been able to put together, all doing our part to support Ukraine. And I want to thank you, Mr. Prime Minister, for the new package of military aid you recently announced. I have a package for you, Biden. And uh, I, it's for, for Ukraine. Look, Australia and the United States also share, in my view, a commitment to upholding international rules. Of the Time road. for my nap. I want to go back to bed. Just this past week, the PRC vessels acted dangerously and unlawfully. As I wasn't going to get up and stream. Routine resupply <laughs> mission. I'm probably going to jack off and uh, cuddle with the kitties and go back to sleep. I want to be clear. I want to be very clear. The United States defense commitment to the Philippines is ironclad. Oh, God. Oh, God. I, they are going to go back to, like, it's possible they're going to pass a resolution to censure Rashida Tlaib, Ilan Omar, with the Philippines. And, uh, Mr. Prime Minister, today... Yeah, that's another thing. I got a shit ton of work I need to do. ...values that are at the heart of this alliance. Yeah, fuck off. Let's, let's see if we're taking calls. No calls yet. Still just a live look at the house. This is probably going to be your troll patrol for the day. I already created the show for tonight, the live stream on YouTube. Because, like, I got so much shit I need to do. Gotta make that money money. We're coming up on rent being due. <laughs> I was hoping we'd take a few more calls though. Calls are so entertaining. I know I know I looked like I was completely over it earlier, but I was I, I was also half asleep. I had no patience for the dipshits. A lot more caffeinated now. Coffee is amazing. It just takes a little bit for it to kick in. I'm also one of the 30 to 40% of the population. Coffee is like a, a instant laxative. I feel you, Venus. Give it just another minute or two here. We'll see if C-SPAN cuts away and takes some calls. 
you just joining us, Mike Johnson of Louisiana has been elected speaker. I there might be some formality where they hand the gavel over. Might be waiting on that right now. Yeah, we're waiting on the, the swearing in. I guess I can stick around. You saw them call out leadership on both sides. They left the chamber a few minutes ago. I don't exactly remember what this process is. This is live coverage here we go. The new speaker and his swearing-in ceremony, which is coming up in just a minute. Mike Johnson, Republican, Louisiana, been in Congress since 20, first elected in 2016. He's on the Armed Services and Judiciary Committees currently. This is like his fourth term in Congress. Those committees after he becomes speaker. And the swearing-in will happen, and potentially the House will do some business. I kind of doubt it. We will be here to get your reaction to the new Speaker of the House, Mike Johnson, Republican of Louisiana, the first Louisianian to become Speaker, and he is third in line for the President. In Louisiana, one of the absolute most corrupt states in the country. C-SPAN, take a few calls before we get to the swearing in. Might put a baked potato in the oven. I don't really want one now, but you know, it take a while. I might want one later. One offered me a frozen banana. I said I don't want one now, but I might want a regular banana later. Yeah, I'll take it. There's always money in the banana stand. Yeah, in an hour, never know. My oven takes like an hour and a half, though, so... Be throwing potatoes in there like are you
glad you all can tell my favorite comedians by the shit I say. <laughs> no, it's from Arrested Development. The senior Bluth keeps telling the the son there's always money in the banana stand. The son assumes that it means that you can make money from the banana stand. But in reality, he had like fucking, what was it, $20,000 lined in the walls of the banana stand? They end up burning, burning the banana stand down. Senior Blue's like, I said there's always money in the banana stand. No touching. The house will come to order. Here we go. Sergeant Arms. Mr. Speaker, the Speaker-elect Mike Johnson from the state of Louisiana. Ooh. it handy but this man deserves a titty slap what a whirlwind he must be going through pp girl we've just elected the speaker of the house this is Representative Mike Johnson. He won unanimously. The Republicans unanimously voted for him. So you know he's a piece of shit. He's being sworn in here uh, imminently. think any crime. Senator Bob Menendez is finding that out. Matt Gates might find that out as well. Smokey looking all regal over there. somebody that nobody had ever heard of because nobody knows enough about him to hate him he's an election denier he's for a nationwide abortion ban he's for cutting social security and medicaid yeah pretty typical republican I guess he just hadn't been there long enough to make enemies. This is only his fourth term in Congress. Yeah. 
The House will come to order. Hakeem Jeffries. Speaker Mike Johnson, Speaker Emerita Nancy Pelosi, Whip Clark, Chairman Aguilar, all of my colleagues in government on both sides of the aisle. It's an honor and a privilege to once again stand before you as House Democratic leader. From the very beginning of this Congress, House Democrats have made clear that we will find bipartisan common ground with our Republican colleagues whenever and wherever possible. The Republicans won't, though. For the though. good of the American people. And House Democrats have repeatedly done just that. It was House Democrats who provided a majority of the votes necessary to avoid a catastrophic default on our debt that would have crashed the U.S. economy and triggered a job-killing recession. I'm pretty sure that's what Republicans wanted. ...provided a majority of the votes necessary to avoid a government shutdown that would have hurt everyday Americans. It was House Democrats who provided a majority of the votes necessary to secure $16 billion in disaster assistance for Americans whose lives have been devastated by extreme weather events. From the very beginning of this Congress, House Democrats have been governing for the people. I love Mr. Beat. When I heard everybody talking about Mr. Beast, I thought they were talking about Mr. Beat. And I'm like, why does the history teacher that focuses on presidential politics, why is he blowing up? We'll continue to partner but no, it was it was Mr. Beast and completely different person. Over politics, House Democrats will continue to fight for lower costs, better-paying jobs, safer communities, and to build an economy from the middle out and the bottom up, and not the top down. House Democrats will continue to push back against extremism in this chamber and throughout the country. House Democrats will continue to protect Social Security, protect Medicare, protect Medicaid, protect our children, protect our climate, protect low-income families, protect working families, protect the middle class, protect organized labor, protect the LGBTQ community, protect our veterans, protect older Americans, protect the Affordable Care Act, protect the right to vote. I believe he does have glasses. Transfer of power, protect our democracy, and protect a woman's freedom to make her own reproductive health care decision. These are blue lines in the sand, and we will work hard to make sure that they are never crossed. We must also continue to stand by President Biden as he works 
to bring American hostages and Israeli hostages. Well, at least somebody is working to bring the hostages home because fucking Israel sure as fuck isn't. American hostages and Israeli hostages and international hostages back home. We must also stand by our friends on the international stage. And we have no better friend in the Middle East than the state of Israel. Fuck off. Israel has a right to exist uh-huh. as a Jewish and democratic state. The special relationship between the United States and Israel is unbreakable. Our commitment to Israel's security is ironclad, and Israel has a right to defend itself under the international rules of war against the brutal- They have killed over 2,300 children. ironclad commitment to Israel's security and the effort to defeat Hamas is not inconsistent with the goal of achieving a lasting and just peace between Israel and the Palestinian people. In many ways, it is a necessary ingredient because Hamas is not good for Israel Hamas is not good for America. Hamas is not good for the free world. Hamas is not good for the democratic aspirations of the Palestinian people. Israel is not good for the Palestinian people. I love Hamas too. In its courageous effort to defeat Russian aggression. There are only two paths in front of us. We can either stand up for Ukraine or bow down to Vladimir Putin. That is not a difficult choice. We must stand up for America's national security. We must stand up for democracy. We must stand up for freedom. We must stand up for truth. We must stand up for the Ukrainian people until victory is won. It is, it is my expectation. Speaking of which, there are reports that Vladimir Putin, and this is just rumor, so take it with a grain of salt, that Putin suffered a heart attack over the weekend. Funding package for Israel, Ukraine, and our- Actually passed away and was resuscitated. That also includes. But it's just a rumor. So take it with a grain of salt. Mike Johnson is the new Speaker of the House. The House of Representatives should take up this national security package and humanitarian relief package immediately in total. I wish it was. I wish it was Jeffries. He's getting ready to swear in Mike Johnson of Louisiana. The time for brinksmanship is over. The time for partisanship is over. It's time to get back to doing the business of the American people. 
Let me conclude. Let me. Let me conclude with an observation about the state of our. You say Trump went woke. Joe Biden yours, won more the 2020 we'll presidential election. He's doing a great job under difficult circumstances, and no amount of election denialism will ever. You see this dude waving his arms. Reality, not now, not ever. Come on, man. Throughout the years, presidents from Ronald Reagan to Barack Obama, the White House fuck the country over to Lyndon Baines Johnson have spoken to this chamber and urged us to put aside partisan politics for the good of the American people. President Lincoln spoke to this Congress on December 1st, 1862, in the middle of the Civil War and noted that we in this institution had the power and bore the responsibility to save the union. Johnson's middle name was Big Dick. As articulated by- He had a humongous dick and used to show it off to people. Or meanly lose America as we know it. The last best hope on earth. This is a turbulent time in the American journey. And we have but one charge. It's one of my favorite stories to tell. Moment of great. Like he would take people he was negotiating with to the bathroom and then turn around, show him his gigantic cock. Strengthen our union must succeed. There are many throughout this country who are understandably alarmed at the turbulence of the moment, at the chaos, the dysfunction, and the extremism that has been unleashed in this chamber from the very beginning of this Congress. But this too shall pass. Our country has often confronted adversity, and the good news is we always find a way to make it to the other side. We faced adversity in the 1860s, in the middle of the Civil War, when the country was literally tearing itself apart. We faced adversity in October of 1929, when the stock market collapsed, plunging us into a Great Depression. We faced adversity in December of 1941, when a foreign power unexpectedly struck. Unexpectedly? To a world war with an evil empire of Nazi Germany. We faced For those of you who aren't aware, we knew. In the 1950s and 60s, when the country was struggling to reconcile. It was not a surprise that Japan attacked us at Pearl Harbor. Jim Crow segregation. That is a lie. Promises of the Constitution. We faced adversity on September 11, 2001, when the towers and the Pentagon were unexpectedly struck, killing thousands Yes, Bush was given a report. Al-Qaeda expected to, or bin Laden determined attack in the U.S. Said he was planning on using planes. Three months, three months before it happened. ...mob of insurrectionists incited by some in this chamber. I actually learned this the other day. Bush was evacuated from some speech in Italy 
because they had credible reports that uh, terrorists were going to use planes to attack the building. Here in America is that we always overcome. So the idea that nobody could have expected that was just complete bullshit. That is why America is the land of the free and the home of the brave. That is why I remain optimistic about the future of this country. That is why America is the last best hope on earth. God bless you. God bless the House of Representatives. God bless the United States of America. It is now my solemn honor and responsibility to hand over the people's gavel here in the United States House of Representatives to a family man, a hardworking man, a Baptist man, a Southern man, a son of a firefighter's house. Southern man. Gentlemen from the great state of Louisiana, and the 56th Speaker of the United States House of Representatives, the Honorable Mike Johnson. What a wild 24 hours this guy's had. There was no indication at this time yesterday that he would be Speaker of the House. He's now second in line to the presidency. Thank you all. Uh, first, uh, a few words of gratitude. I want to thank uh, Leader Jeffries. Uh, I do look forward to working with you on behalf of the American people. I know we see things from very different points of view. But I know that in your heart, you love and care about this country and you want to do what's right. And so we're going to find common ground there. All right. I want to express my great thanks for our speaker emeritus, Kevin McCarthy. Speaker Emeritus, do they have to give him like a special position? Kevin has dedicated over two decades of his life to selfless public service, 16 of those years in this house. And you would be hard pressed to find anybody who loves this institution more or has contributed more to it. He is the reason we're in this majority today. His impact can never be overstated, and I, I want to thank him for his leadership, his friendship, and the, the selfless sacrifice that you and Judy have made for so many years. You, you helped build it, Kevin, and we owe you a great debt of gratitude. I want to thank the dedicated and overworked staff of this beleaguered house.
they accept praise so stoically. But, but Miss Miss Susan. Oh, he's got jokes. Reading clerk, and yes, yes. Listen, all the clerks and all the staff, you know, they're terribly overworked. This has been a grueling process, but they have served an integral role in keeping our republic, and we thank them for that service. I know we all do. I want to thank my dedicated wife of almost 25 years, Kelly. She's not here. We couldn't get a flight in time. This happened sort of suddenly. But, but we're going to celebrate uh, soon. She spent the last uh, couple of weeks on her knees in prayer to the Lord, and um, she's a little worn out. We all are. I want to thank our children, Michael and Hannah. You and live Abby in sexual Jack, anarchy. All of our children sacrifice. All of them do. And we what goddamn kids you got? There's not a lot of perks to being a, a member of Congress's kid, right? And so... Sounds like your wife spends a lot of time on her back. And what they've had to endure for the last few weeks. We've been here a while. Uh, yeah. Uh, Ain't nothing wrong with that. Mother, Jeannie Johnson, who bore me at the age of 17. And uh, my brothers, Chris and Josh, and my sister, Laura, and all their families, and all of our extended family. In Louisiana, family's a big deal, and we got a bunch of them. Uh, I especially want to thank all the extraordinary people of the great state of Louisiana. We have never had a Speaker of the House hail from our state, and so they've been lifting us up. Uh, I, I thank the, the people of Louisiana for the opportunity to serve you in Congress, and I am humbled by your continuous support. We will make you proud. To my colleagues, I, I want to thank you all for the trust that you have instilled in me to lead us in this historic and unprecedented moment that we're in. The challenge before us is great, but the time for action is now, and I will not let you down. I want to say to the American people, on behalf of all of us here, we hear you. We know the challenges you're facing. We, we know that, uh, that there's a lot going on in our country, domestically and abroad, and we are ready. I already like him better than McCarthy, but he's still a piece of shit. And we will. Our mission here is to serve you well, to restore the people's faith in this house, in this great and essential institution. My, my dad, it was mentioned my dad was a firefighter. He was an assistant chief uh, the fire department in my hometown of Shreveport, Louisiana, a little town in northwest Louisiana. And pretty sure congressman's kids have health care. When I was 12 years old, he was critically uh, burned and permanently disabled in the line of duty. All I ever wanted to be when I grew up was the chief of the fire department in Shreveport. Um, but after the explosion on that fateful day, he nearly died, and it was a long road back, and it changed all of our life trajectories. I'm the oldest of four kids. And, and my dad, um, he lived with pain all the rest of his life, for decades more. And I lost my dad to cancer three days before I got elected to Congress. Three days. And he Louisiana has some of the highest cancer rates in the country. Um, I'm the first college graduate in my family. This was a big deal to him. And um, so it was several weeks after that, it was early 2017, 2017. Uh, it was my freshman term, and, and um, it, it fell to me to be in the rostrum one night to serve here as Speaker Pro Tem. I thought that was a big deal until I figured out that's what you do for freshmen late at night. 
And I, I want to, I think if my memory serves, Ms. Jackson Lee was, um, was winding down one of her long, eloquent speeches. Well, more eloquent than anything you've ever done. Not that I was not in, enraptured by her speech, but I, I looked, up, looked up at the top in, in uh, the chamber there, and I saw the face of Moses staring down. And um, I just felt in that moment the weight of this place, right? The, the history that is revered here and the future that we are called to forge. And I really was just kind of almost overwhelmed with emotion. It occurred to me in that moment, it had been several weeks and I had not had an opportunity yet to grieve my dad's passing. And, and um, I just had this sense that, that somehow he knew. And, and I had tears come to my eyes and I was standing here and I'm wiping them away. And then it suddenly occurs to me, the late night C-SPAN viewers are going to think something's very wrong with the new young congressman from Louisiana. It, it wasn't Sheila's speech, I'm sorry. I, I just knew in that moment that my, my, my dad, my father would be... He was probably giving the Republicans what for, knowing Sheila Jackson Lee. All of our parents are proud of what we're called to do here. I think all the American people at one time had great pride in this institution. Absolutely right. giving them a tongue lashing. Um, that's in jeopardy. And we have a challenge before us right now to rebuild and restore that trust. This is a, a beautiful country. It's the beauty of America that allows a a firefighter's kid like me to come here and serve in this sacred chamber where great men and women have served before all of us and strive together to build and then preserve what Lincoln did refer to as the last best hope of man on earth. We stand at a very dangerous time. I'm stating the obvious. We all know that. The world is in turmoil. But a strong America is good for the entire world. Tell that to the 2,300 uh, Palestinian children. Tell that to the children of Yemen, <laughs> Lebanon, we Iraq, Afghanistan, Vietnam. It still is. We're only 247. Like me to go on? I didn't even get in. I didn't even get into South America. Holy the shit! The founders told us to take good care of it. I want to tell all my colleagues here what I told the Republicans in that room last night. I don't believe there are any coincidences in a matter like this. I, I believe that scripture, the Bible is <clears throat> very clear that, that God is the one that raises up. The I meant Libya, but not Lebanon, but Lebanon too. And, and I believe that God has ordained and allowed each one of us to be brought here for this specific moment in this time. This is my belief. I believe that each one of us has a huge responsibility today to use the gifts that God has given us to serve the extraordinary people of this great country and they deserve it and to ensure that our republic remains standing as the great beacon of light and hope and freedom in a world that desperately needs it. You tried to overturn democracy, sir. Don't clap for him. It was in 1962, in 1962, that, that our national motto, In God We Trust, was adorned above this rostrum. And if you look at the little... I, like, I can ride up a speech pretty quickly. ...constituents who come and, and, and visit the house. If you turn in there to about page 14 in the middle of that guide, it tells you the history of this. And it says very simply, these words were placed here above us. This motto was placed here as a rebuke... 1953. ...era philosophy of the Soviet Union. That yes, it is Red Scare Propaganda. Communism, ...which begins with the premise that there is no God. This is a critical distinction that is also articulated in our nation's birth certificate. We know the language well, the famous second paragraph. 
that we used to have children memorize in school, and, and they don't do that so often anymore, but they should. G.K. Chesterton was the famous British philosopher and statesman, and he said one time, America is the only nation in the world that is founded upon a creed. And he said it's listed with almost theological lucidity in the Declaration of Independence. What is our creed? We hold these truths to be self-evident, that all men are created equal, not born equal, created equal. And they are endowed by the, the same inalienable rights, with the same inalienable rights. Sir, the... That is the, the main author of that document was a deist. Nation since its founding that has made us the great nation that we are. And we're in a time of... Did not subscribe to your God. And the world needs us... Most of the founders did not subscribe to your God. Turmoil and violence have rocked the Middle East and Eastern Europe. We all know it. And tensions continue to build in the Indo-Pacific. The country demands strong leadership of this body. And we must not waver. Uh, our, our nation's greatest ally in the Middle East is under attack. The first bill that I'm going to bring to this floor in just a little while will be in support of our de dear friend Israel, and we're overdue in getting that done. And unfortunately, there's bipartisan support. You see most of the Democrats standing. We're going to show not only Israel, but the entire world that the barbarism of Hamas that we have all seen play out on our television screens is wretched and wrong, and we are going to stand for the good in that conflict. 2,300 Palestinian children have died. No longer ignore the problem. From Texas to New York, wave after wave of illegal migrants are stressing our communities to their breaking points. We, we know on, that our man. streets are being flooded with fentanyl, and all of our communities, children, and even adults are dying from it. The status quo is unacceptable. Inaction is unacceptable, and we must come together and address the broken border. We have to do it. The skyrocketing cost of living is unsustainable, and Americans should not have to worry about how they're going to feed their family every week because they can't afford their groceries anymore. Everybody Capitalism is bad, yeah. This. Here's the stats. Prices have increased over 17% in the last two years. Credit card interest rates are at the highest level in nearly three decades, and mortgage rates are now at a peak we haven't seen since 2001. That's probably a good thing on the interest rates. ...to the American people by reigning in federal spending and bringing down inflation. The deficit has been slashed under Biden and inflation is down below 3%. The, the greatest threat to our national security is our nation's debt. And while we've been sitting in this room, that's right, the, the debt has crossed almost $33.6 trillion. And the time that it's gonna take me to, to deliver this speech will go up another 20 million in debt. It's unsustainable. We have to get the country raise taxes. On track. Now we know this is not going to be an easy task and tough. No, it's easy. Raise taxes. But the consequences, if we don't act now, are unbearable. We have a duty to the American people to explain this to them so they understand it well. And we are going to establish a bipartisan debt commission to begin working on this crisis immediately. Immediately. I just told you the answer. Raise taxes on rich people.
It's fucking simple. We all know that we also live in a time of bitter partisanship. It was noted. And it's been on display here today. The deficit is the problem. Debt is just the money supply. Faith in government. When, when, when they're losing sight of the principles that made us the greatest nation in the history of the world. I think we got to be mindful of that. We're going to fight. We're going to fight uh, vigorously over our core principles because they're at odds a lot of times now in this modern era. We have to sacrifice sometimes our preferences because that's what's necessary in a legislative body. But we Why doesn't anyone listen to Justin? To the end. In his farewell address, thank you. In his farewell address, President uh, Reagan uh, explained the secret of his rapport with people. And, and I like to paraphrase his explanation all the time. He said, you know, they call me the great communicator, but I really wasn't that. He said, I was just communicating great things, and they're the same great things that have guided our nation since its founding. What are those great things? I call them the seven core principles of American conservatism, but let me concede to you all, I think it's really quintessentially the core principles of our nation. I boil them down to individual freedom, limited government, the rule of law, peace through strength, fiscal responsibility, free markets, and human dignity. Those, those are the foundations that made us the extraordinary nation that we are. And you and I today are the stewards of those principles. The things that have made us the freest, most powerful, most successful nation in the history of the world. The things that have made us truly exceptional. In this time of great crisis, it is our duty to work together, as previous generations of great leaders have, to face these great challenges and solve these great problems. I will conclude with this. The job of the Speaker of the House is to serve the whole body, and I will. But I've made a commitment to my colleagues here that this Speaker's office is going to be known for decentralizing the power here. My office is going to be known for members being more involved and having more influence in our processes and all the major decisions that are made here for predictable processes and regular order. We owe that to the people. That's right. And I want to make this commitment to you, to my colleagues here and on the other side of the aisle as well. My office is going to be known for trust and transparency and accountability, for good stewardship of the people's treasure for the honesty and integrity that is incumbent upon us, all of us, here in the People's House. Our system of government is not a perfect system. It's got a lot of challenges, but it is still the best one in the world, and we have an opportunity to preserve it. Last thing I'm going to say is a message to the rest of the world. They have been watching this drama play out for a few weeks. We've learned a lot of lessons, but you know what? Through adversity, it makes you stronger. And yeah. And, and we want our allies around the world to know that this body of lawmakers is reporting again to our duty stations. Let the enemies of freedom around the world hear us loud and clear. The people hear that, nuts? is back in business. Duty station. Thank you. Thank you. Where's Libertad at? Would have loved that comment.
We will do our duty here. We will serve you well. We will govern well, and we'll make you proud in this institution again. We're going we're to fight every day to make sure that is true. I look forward to the days ahead. I genuinely believe in my heart that the best days of America are still ahead of us. God bless you, and God bless the United States of America. Thank you. Thank you. I'm, I'm now ready to take the oath of office, and I ask the Dean of the House of Representatives, the Honorable Harold Rogers of Kentucky, to please administer the oath of office. Mr. Uh, Speaker-designee, congratulations on your election. Thank you, sir. When our founding fathers chose a, a bold, new, and innovative uh, new self-rule government, it was met by deep uh, skepticism by the world's monarchs. Uh, they said self-rule is only a dream. Our founders said they're right. It's the American dream. Amen. Now it's, it's our dream. We're in charge. The speakership of the United States House of Representatives is the crucial outpost for the well-being of the people's government. We're like outhouse, am I right? If you will, of the dream. Hmm. Sir, if you wish to assume this awesome responsibility, please raise your right hand. Do you solemnly swear that you will support and defend the Constitution of the United States against all enemies, foreign and domestic, that you will bear true faith and allegiance to the same, that you take this obligation freely without any mental reservation or- We're gonna pee so bad. And that you will well and faithfully discharge the duties of the office on which you are about to enter. So help you God? I do, so help me God. Congratulations, Mr. Chairman. Here you have it, it is official. There's your Speaker of the House. Would y'all like to get right into governing? Wow, no, no way. For, for what purpose does the gentleman from Louisiana seek recognition? Mr. Speaker, that is a nice ring to it, by the way. <laughs> Something you'll never hear. I have a privileged resolution to notify the Senate of the election of Mike Johnson as Speaker of the House of Representatives and ask for its immediate consideration. The clerk will report the resolution. House Resolution 810. Resolved that a message be sent to the Senate to inform that body that Mike Johnson, a representative from the state of Louisiana, has been elected Speaker of the House of Representatives. Without objection, the resolution is agreed to and the motion to consider is laid on the table.
For what purpose does the gentleman from Louisiana seek recognition? Mr. Speaker, to notify President Biden of the election of Mike Johnson as Speaker of the Come House. On, man. I offer a privileged resolution and ask for its immediate consideration. They're so proud of themselves. House Resolution 811. Resolve that the clerk be instructed to inform the President of the United States that the House of Representatives has elected Mike Johnson, a representative from the state of Louisiana, Speaker of the House of Representatives. Without objection, the resolution is agreed to and the motion to consider, reconsider is laid on the table. Thank you. All right. The chair would take this occasion to note that the speaker's announced policies with respect to particular aspects of the legislative process placed in the record on January 9, 2023, will continue in effect for the remainder of the 118th Congress. The chair announces that the speaker has delivered to the clerk a letter dated October 25, 2023, listing members in the order in which each shall act as speaker pro tempore under Clause 8B3 of Rule 1. The, ch the chair lays before the House a communication. The Honorable. Basically, it just says the rules that Kevin McCarthy agreed to were still in place, which means that one member can call to vacate his position. Convening or reconvening of the House, pursuant to House Concurrent Resolution 1, Clause 12 of Rule 1, and any concurrent resolution of the concurrent Congress may contemplate my designation of members to exercise similar authority. In the event of the death or inability of that designee, the alternate members of the House listed in the letter bearing this date that I have placed with the clerk are designated in turn for the same purpose. Signed sincerely, Mike Johnson, Speaker. The chair lays before the House a communication. The Honorable Kevin F. McCumber. Clerk of the House, Washington, D.C. Mr. Clerk, I hereby appoint the Honorable Patrick McHenry, the Honorable Adrian Smith, the Honorable Andy Harris, the Honorable Guy Reschenthaler, the Honorable Rob Whitman, the Honorable Ben Klein, the Honorable Richard Hudson, and the Honorable John Joyce to act as Speaker Pro Tempore to sign and roll bills and joint resolutions through the remainder of the 118th Congress. Signed sincerely, Mike Johnson, Speaker. Without objection, the appointments are approved and the House will be in recess subject to a call of chair pursuant to Clause 12A of Rule 1. We'll be back soon. Yep, there we go. And the House is scheduled to come back in just a few minutes and debate a resolution supporting Israel. And we will certainly go live to that when that happens. But the new Speaker of the House is Mike Johnson, 51 years old, represents the 4th District of... I tried to hang on, I couldn't. ...hometown newspaper about a half an hour ago had this headline. Who is Louisiana Congressman Mike Johnson? And Greg Hilburn writes that there's likely a lot of Googling Mike Johnson on Capitol Hill and throughout America as he seems poised to grab the Speaker's gavel after three weeks of chaos in the House. 
The updated headline says that this... Senator Susan Collins said she'd have to Google him. First Louisiana to be elected. He's a graduate of LA. He's been cutting us off again. Damn it. I leave the... I don't know if it'll let me. Uh, Mike, for many, many years, I've said, who is he? Well, uh, he is our congressman in Northwest Louisiana. He is a very honest, decent, uh, man who will do an honorable job, an awesome job as Speaker of the House. And Doubt. the nation needs to know that you are in good hands. You just heard him speak in good hands. So some people may not know who he is. I've known him for many, many years. How have you More known him, Robert, account. professionally or on a personal level? Well, on a personal level, actually. I, at, one, at one of his elections, I didn't even remember how long I uh, knew him. And he reminded me at that time. I, I've known him good grief. Didn't even realize how many years, but I, uh, you know, I'm a member of the Republican State Central Committee here, and I mean, you're going to see a great man. You're going to see. I never thought I knew he'd be speaker at some point in time, but I never thought it would be this early. And that just is a testimony to the job he's done. He's been a constitutional lawyer for years. So, Robert, give us, give us, yes, sir. give us a little insight here. This started to He's a lawyer and a constitutional lawyer at that? He got elected by his conference as the designee. Were the phone lines burning up in Bossier City and in Shreveport and among the Republican gathered there? Uh, well, I guess so. I mean, we, we, we've known Mike so long. We, uh, but I, I mean, my phone wasn't burning up, I, you know. I know him, and I'm sure Mike was busy, uh, you know, talking to his colleagues. But um, we're just proud as we can be. He's the first Louisiana people. I don't know if you noticed. You know, I know a lot of people like to call our our country a democracy. When you look at the Pledge of Allegiance, it is a republic. And if you notice that Mike did that, because he has been, you know, uh, defending our Constitution for years and years. And so, so, okay, anyway. the Shreveport Times says that. Uh, Colleagues past and present say Mike Johnson's collegial personality generates goodwill even among those on opposite sides of the political spectrum. Do you agree with that? That's right. Oh, absolutely. Remember he put in, I think it was the compact for civility when he first got into office there. And Mike will work well with all kinds of people. And I'm going to tell you, he's very, very principled. He's not going to move from his principles. You just heard him speak about what he is. He's a Christian guy. He... He has got a clear vision. He always has had a clear vision for our country. And I know in Louisiana, we're just very, very proud. Christian nationalism. Hey, Robert, I got to get uh, get going here. But one final question. Did I say Bozier right? Because we're going to have to all learn that. I was going to say this one last thing, and maybe I shouldn't say this, but don't be surprised someday if he doesn't move down the street on Pennsylvania Avenue. Right. Thanks so much. But it's Bossier City, correct? Bossier? Yes, sir. Bossier City. I remember years ago, Howard Tosell called it Bossier, but it's Bossier City, I almost Louisiana, did too. where I live. He Thank will not be president, I assure you.
Representative Speaker Johnson sent out this tweet. It is the honor of a lifetime to have been elected the 56th Speaker of the House. Let's hear from Jill now, a Democrat in Delray, Florida. Jill, what do you think? Hi. Well, I'm not going to prejudge Mike Johnson on the job that he might do as Speaker, but it concerns me a lot that all of the nominees that have been put forward by the Republicans are all Trump acolytes. In fact, Mike Johnson even said that Jim Jordan is his main influence in life. So we have a group of we had a group of people that were all election deniers, uh, conspiracy theorists, impeachment, uh, impeachment supporters. Uh, of Joe Biden, certainly not of Donald Trump. And uh, it, it worries me that, that this is the group that's in charge. And if, heaven forbid, we have a re-election of that man to president, I'm afraid for our democracy. Me too. I'm terribly afraid. That's Jill in Delray Beach, Florida. Back to the Shreveport Times article about Speaker Johnson. Johnson also passes the Trump test as an ardent supporter of the former president who was a member of Trump's inner circle. He served on Trump's impeachment defense team in the former president's first impeachment trial and didn't vote to certify the 2020 election that Trump lost to President Joe Biden. That again is from the Shreveport Times. Chris, St. Peter's, Missouri on our independent line. Chris, Duckers. what do you think about all this? Oh, not yeah, that, Chris. So, you know, I kind of go either way. I, you know, I think as I get older, I'm a little more conservative. So, you know, I go both ways too, my friend. Union family, but you know, I would say, you know, listening to Democrats uh, and watching the progress of Democrats, you know, reveling in the fact that all oh, Republicans can't get it together. Well, it, it seems to me it's a perfect example of Democrat Party. They all just go along to get along. They do as they're told. There's no free thinking. They're all, you know, Trump is the devil or whatever they want to believe. But at least Republicans are going through the motions and actually. No, no, I think the devil is a hell of a lot cooler than Trump. Elections for speaker, working out the problems, deciding. And, and to me, it just proves that it seems like the Republican Party is more about America and not their party. And I wish the Democrat Party would be a little bit more like that. Sean is next from Middletown, Delaware, Republican line. Sean, good afternoon. Hi, good afternoon. I just want to say, hearing that speech, that gave me so much optimism for the future of the Republican Party and the future of America. And I want to thank Matt Gates and the Patriotic Seven who made this happen. Uh, this was, first of all, in his speech when he mentioned God. We have God back in the people's house. God damn. Israel, and he mentioned our border. He got right down to the point, And this is the first time, I believe he's the only speaker, not or head of a, a house party, not from New York or California. So this is great for our country. It's great for working class Americans. And I'm very optimistic for the future. Up next is Julie in Fullerton, California, Democrat. He's a speaker that wasn't from New York or California. Paul Ryan was from Wisconsin. Uh, John Boner was from Ohio. What do you think? Are you an idiot? Well, yes. um, I'm just glad that, you know, there were some results and we actually have a speaker now so we can start moving, you know, things forward and get things done. you know, I, I, I mean, this is the person who is, um, this is the new speaker's second in line to the presidency, and he's an election denier and was the most important architect of the House's efforts to turn over the 2020 election. That right there alone is, is concerning enough in the fact that, you know, his, 
2020 election. That right there alone is, is concerning enough in the fact that, you know, his his views on, um, you know, he wants a national abortion ban. I mean, just the list goes on. So, of course, it's it's very concerning for anybody that, you know. Yeah, we got a preacher, not a speaker. Or Americans. And, um, and his... Um, He's obviously a very, you know, devout religious person, and I'm all for everybody to believe in whatever they want to believe in. Um, but it shouldn't be imposed on on others. And the separation of church and state is essential in a free society. And we can't not have freedom of religion without freedom from religion. Um, and so that that is probably the, the main concern I have because he's using that his his um, position to basically um you know try to lord over others and demean others who do not share his views uh you know his beliefs and those are personal beliefs so hey julie what did you think of hakeem jeffrey's uh speech prior to the new speakers um I, I have to go back and rewatch because I got distracted, and I. And, um, but the parts that I heard, he was, he's, he's just, he's um. Shitlib. Hakeem Jeffries. He's uh, a man of integrity and honesty, and and I would I would have obviously preferred that he he would have been chosen speaker, but I think he'll do a very good job of trying to work, um, you know, with the uh, the other side of the aisle to make sure that. Uh, Good work gets done. All right, Julie, thank you for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you, C-SPAN. I'm going to have to cut this short because as much as I love C-SPAN calls, I have a shit ton of work to do. This is is your stream for the day. I'm going to go take down the the event for later tonight. Uh, I will see you guys again tomorrow night. Let me get you an animal video. Let me get you an animal video. Might be one we've already seen before. with this one oh you an animal video before we get out of here might even take a nap no I have I was looking I've got a client that like really wants me to do some work like right now so here's a here's a mama getting a surprise for her and her babies whole new house I like I would like so Republicans always bring up we're not a democracy we're not a democracy and I always ask them okay what was Thomas Jefferson's uh, political party that he started what was the name of the political party that Thomas Jefferson started the Democratic the Democratic Republicans was there a section of the founding fathers a segment of the Founding Fathers that didn't believe in democracy. Absolutely. But to act like there wasn't a segment of the Founding Fathers who weren't democratic is just ahistorical. Lawyers will also say that separation of church and state appears nowhere in the Constitution and they are correct. Where does that phrase come from? What Thomas Jefferson described as the purpose of the First Amendment when he was asked to create a wall of separation between church and state. Literally, the man who authored, the main author of the Constitution, 
said that was the purpose of the First Amendment. Big fan of Thomas Jefferson. But right-wingers don't know shit about fucking history, do they? Oh, look at the baby in her new house. With the itty-bitty babies with her. Oh. Just to clarify a couple of points there from the the callers on C-SPAN. She can get her belly full. She can go feed her babies. You're safe now, kitty. There she goes. Yeah, she can get her some water. That's exactly right, Flash. A republic without democracy is just a monarchy with appointed nobles. They like to say we're not a democracy, but what they mean is we're not a direct democracy. Now, I have put forward a proposal to where we just abolish the House of Representatives to begin with. Get rid of it. We, we, we have the power. We should be able to log in on a little program with our Social Security numbers, and we get to vote. Keep the Senate. But we, we have that power now. The reason we had to elect representatives is because there was no way for all of us to vote. But now we can. We can log in with a secure login with our social security numbers and we can all vote. We should be the House of Representatives. Fuck the 435 that we elect to the House. Let's take the power back. Let's make it the people's house. That's just me. I'm I'm just I'm a crazy motherfucker. I want democracy. I was born a poor man. A po- I was born a poor man. Yeah. Born a poor boy in Eastern Kentucky. My vote is one of the only ways I'm able to exercise power cuz I ain't got no fucking money. I sure as shit would like to um if not eliminate, at least minimize the effect of money on our country. Go ahead, light one. Oh, wait a minute. That doesn't really work in the afternoon, does it? I'll leave you with the, my, uh, a salutation from my, from my stand-up time. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. However, that doesn't limit your options very much at all. We'll see you tomorrow night on the Troll Patrol, live.